When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review. That's right. We are ranking, reviewing, and recapping every Marvel Studios project. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon. The Big Daddy himself, Greg Miller. I'm having a marvelous day. And the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what an energy we're bringing on this beautiful Friday as of recording, but Monday for most people watching out there, because of course, this is kind of funnies in review where each and every week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. You could watch it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review, and we will be right there for you. But if you want to watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like so many of our beautiful Patreon producers have done. Like Ryan Anderson, Kenny Kimball, Eric Velasquez. Nailed it. Ivan Quiz, Scotty Wyatt, Alex Greidel, Mama Murr, Al Tribesman, Jacob Meyer, Stefan Stryker, Gordon McGuire, Burt Meg, Jason L., James Davis Makes, the nanobiologist, Arrow Joe, DJ Kento, <laughs> Ryan T. from Tennessee, Derek Garrick, Donald Eccles, Short Fuse 06, Jordan Harrison, and Sean Valoric. Thank you all so very, very much. We'll read more of those the later. The names sound painful to Tim. <laughs> He's just trying to get through try them all. Best. Just try trying to get best. through You're them all. Trying my best. I want everybody to know. I like have pronunciation guides. I try oh, my yeah. best to like get it out there. We hear you. And we know. with those. People you get your head. Up. Uh, yeah, Velasquez stopped me dead in my tracks the other day for a show. So I had to make sure I didn't screw it up. Yeah. And Bless is like, I was really listening to you. I corrected myself. I've, apparently, I screwed it up. So if I get it right here, I think I'm good. Yeah, Velasquez. Yes, everybody. We're looking what, good. Uh, aliens, good. there was a Velasquez in Aliens, wasn't there? Vasquez. Vasquez, my yeah. apologies. Back to you, Tim. <laughs> Back to the show. Back to the show, everybody. Uh, <laughs> this show is brought to you by Policy Genius, Rocket Money, and Shopify. But I'll tell you all about that later. Today, we're talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And this is spoiler-filled, right, Tim? This is spoiler-filled. If you spoilers want spoiler, to the brim. Spoiler-free review. Fill, you should fill go. them up, Andy. <laughs> fill me up, Andy. Uh, Tim, can you lower your <laughs> mic just a little bit? <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know, Greg, well, Tim, well, Tim's mic. I had a thought. I was like, what if we had two Gregs? Oh, like, you couldn't, you couldn't do it. You couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle it. Through Andy, it would be great. Uh, Kev, you feeling good about this? We just started. Yeah, I believe so. Fantastic. Um, we're talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which Stop. came out. 
on November 10th, 2022. A uh, runtime of two hours and 41 minutes, making it one of the longest runtimes in the MCU thus far. Directed once again by Ryan Coogler, Great who name. we know from Fruitvale Station, Creed, the original Black Panther, and um, a whole bunch of upcoming Disney Plus series that they're working on in the Wakanda universe. Uh, music was done once again by Ludwig Gornson, who is one of the goats Good out Lord. There. You know what I mean? Just absolutely going off and does that once again in this film. A uh, budget of $250 million <laughs> and a box office. Obviously, movie just came out yesterday, so How, it's still what, rolling What could you in. possibly be laughing at? You just Googled Fruitvale Station. <laughs> it's like one of the most depressing movies ever made. <laughs> I thought, it, I thought it was that movie with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> the station agent, I think. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, no. Very different, D- apparently. Different vibes, no, though. Very, series. very, very different. Very much more important story, Fruitvale Station. <laughs> Box office of $59 million thus far. Um, I uh, I have no doubts this one's going to cross a billion, uh, yeah. which, is, which is wild because for some context there, Disney hasn't had a movie cross a billion dollars since Rise of Skywalker wow. in 2019. Whoa. Really? No Way Home technically is Sony, and it crossed a billion. Mm. Very Not movies. even Endgame? That was before. Shut the fuck up. Endgame, Endgame was, was, oh my god. Endgame was April, and Wow was December. Wowie. Wowie hot dog. <laughs> Wowie hot dog, everybody. Uh, so yeah, there we go. That I got through all the rigmarole and everything, so let's start off. <laughs> I'm not going to start with you, Greg. I'm sorry with Andy Cortez. What's uh, Andy's just making me laugh. He's doing funny stuff on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, <laughs> Greg's reaching his leg over to me. <laughs> he wants me to give him a foot massage or something. Um, Wakanda I, Forever. What did you think? I freaking love this movie. I had a great time. It's a long movie, and I was captivated by every scene. I thought the I thought the writing was fantastic. I loved the score like Ludwig Gorenson was just like every scene brought something new to it it felt like an like an epic like if you're talking about like this it, is this movie an epic I would say yes Tim. Oh, okay <laughs> that's a way to categorize it um I don't know I just had a great time with it I hear Kevin laughing over there um I for a while again spoilers turn it off if you don't want spoilers um when the Lego kits started getting leaked and showing that Shuri was going to be the Black Panther, I was like, ah, I thought she was fine in the first one. I don't really want her to be the Black Panther. I was hoping it would be Nakia. Um, but I take all that back. Like, I think she absolutely killed this performance. Angela Bassett was fucking phenomenal. And Tenoch Mejia Huerta. Holy fuck. This is like what the, as soon as we walked out and I locked eyes with Greg and he said the hierarchy of Ragu Bagu is about to change. I my goodness, his every scene he was in, he just fucking ate up scenery. He was amazing. His dialogue was great. He was brooding as hell. I this movie was really, really damn good. Hell yeah. Greg Miller. Incredible. I will allow film. you to speak. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh incredible film. Uh I'm right there with Andy. Uh I feel like maybe in the third act, I have some criticisms of uh, uh, Shuri becoming Black Panther and how that happened in this film and then what goes on there. Uh, I also do think it is a long movie. And I, I walked out going, that was a really long movie. Like, that felt long to me. But I wasn't like, this is what I would have cut. Maybe I would have cut down on the battle there with the, what do they call it? The giant ship they bring out, the leopard or whatever right. they call it. The old, the the spruce goose or whatever the fuck they bring out. Like, maybe <laughs> we could have added some of that down. Uh, but overall, like, I loved this film. And it was one of those movies that, while watching it, I was in my head going, I'm having a great time. 
This is a really fun movie. Holy shit, Namor's awesome. Oh my god, this is amazing. Oh, I love this. What that was an interesting choice. That's an interesting tease, and then I forget all about the tease until they get to the post mid credit scene. I was like, damn, like they did a great job with this film. I was thoroughly entertained the entire time and really loved it. Nicholas. Uh, me as well. Um, I, I, I think that the movie, the, the weaker points of the movie are actually the moments that are the Marvel-y moments. The, yep. the, the, the fight scenes. I, I mean, this has the motorcycles the sort of scene is like one thing I was like, I'm not super digging this, the, the, the chase scene that yeah. they have there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that. Oh, scene. I think yeah. sort of toward the end, I was like, I think it's just because it speaks, it's, it speaks to the quality of the actual, like acting and the writing in this with that, that the more dramatic moments and the struggle with the characters I really cared about. There were moments where the, and then when they started going into the traditional, like superhero action moments, I was like, Oh, right. This is a Marvel movie, uh, which I think is, is high praise. I think they, they have really great actors in this. I think Angela Bassett, it's just insane. Incredible. Insane. Just incredible. Um, and I mean, I'm interested to hear your, your criticism of how they, um, or your critique rather, of how they of how Shuri became Black Panther, because I liked all that stuff. I liked the conflicts there. I liked that she had to kind of figure out how to get that power back, how to, how to uh, you know, genetically engineer and print the heart shaped flower. I thought that was really, really cool. So let's just jump there, because it'll be forever until sure. we get there in the plot or whatever, yeah. right? My problem. Well, we control that. We are the holder of three things. They're podcasting. Shut up, Andy. All right. When we go to the wide shot, you can talk. But when we're over here. Now, I want to hear everybody's talk on it. (laughs) Take on it. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) The buzzing of flies to us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, my thing there is I'm with you on the journey and trying to make the herb and do all that stuff. I think it would have been more in line for the Shuri we knew or we've gotten through this film and the film before it to be like, I've made it. And now... Like you were talking about, uh, Nakia, uh, Okoye, mm-hmm. Oko- especially Okoye, right? You've been stripped of being a, the leader of the oh, Dora Milaje. You know, you should go do that. What are you going to do now? What are you going to be? Yeah. I thought it would have made wear more really sense bad to give her. Ranger suit is what I'm gonna Don't do. even get me. We'll get there. We'll get there for sure. I think that would have been a more interesting to give it to her. I think it would have been more interesting if, like we saw, she comes out of uh, talking to Michael B. Jordan. What a fucking cameo. Oh, comes Lord. out of that and is like, they, the ancestors weren't there to do it. I'm not the Black Panther. Oh my God! And then Nakia is has to go and do it. She has she takes the herb and she goes and do it. I, it it's because when we get down to it, it comes back to. And I know, don't get me wrong. These characters live off the screen. They're they're in a living, breathing world over there. So I get the fact that Shuri, of course, has trained as well and is a seasoned fighter because of what she's done. Blah blah. They've never demonstrated that in the movies. So for her to get the herb, get become Black Panther, and then square off against Namor puts me into the same realm as when Superman fights Zod and Man of Steel, where it's like, awesome. You are a farm boy who right. knows how to fist fight. Maybe, I don't know when you did that because you've always been overpowered and haven't fought anybody. Right. And now you're going up against someone who's been trained and genetically engineered to be a warrior. Namor's how many thousands of years old and has been fighting and killing people for his whole time? I feel like he would have clowned 5. her out. What? 1.5. Thousand years old. Right? Thank you. Would have clowned her out in two seconds there. Million years. And I feel like it would have been more interesting and more true to Shuri, the scientist, I, to be yeah. like, I've got it, and I'm not the fighter. See, I'm not I, that person. I totally hear that, and from a semantic standpoint, absolutely agree. But from a from a character arc standpoint, the fact that she was that that she the ancestors did answer her call, and it was Michael B. Jordan, and he was like the spirit of vengeance, and he has that great line where he's like, "You wanted me here because you want." 
vengeance. And that's why I, that's why I'm here. I'll teach you how to do that. And then having her get up to that precipice. And then, of course, we all knew she wasn't going to kill him. But, like, yeah, but feel so that good. moment where she's I love, like, I could kill you and I'm not going to. Especially after our rewatch, I do love the callback to Angela Bassett. Show, show him who, who you are. are right? right? Like she did for so, uh, T'Challa. But this whole movie, I mean, the, 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 what I love about it, the whole movie is about dealing with loss. Right? It's about yeah. dealing with that, like not being able to help someone who's, who died. And the fact that they were able to, I think that what blew me away was the fact they were able to do that organically and have it actually tie into Chadwick Boseman's p- passing and have the, have you feel that and have the whole movie be sort of like a, hey, we're all our family, which is the Marvel family is healing from this. I thought that was really, really cool. And For so sure. I thought she did a great job with that. And then just the moment at the end. God, where she's just... Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Letitia Wright and her performance as Shuri and Shuri throughout the entire picture, including the ending. I just thought it was a little bit like, I get it and I understand and I I like the idea of picking up your brother's mantle and becoming the Black Panther. It just never seemed like that's what she wanted, nor was... I'm sorry, Tim. Just my my rebuttal to that is that Shuri, I think, was not a farm girl in the sense of like what you're saying. We even saw her in the last movie that go up against Killmonger and I think that even though she's not a warrior, she's the one making the suits. She's the one that understands its power and I think that it's like the Sure, but when James Bond goes down, I don't think Q's going to step up to go be the next 007. Q doesn't have like a vibranium suit that, that he can use in that way where I feel like the one-on-one with uh, um, with uh, Namor when they're going up and she he she wraps herself around him and like claws into him and then explodes out. It's right. like to me that's that type of like she knows how to fight because of this suit and stuff and it's like and she's also she is a trained fighter. I mean she fought in the Endgame Portals fight and she fought against Killmonger. That's just what we've seen. So it's like I don't think she is just a scientist. I think that there is the vibe that like there was a lot of training where I I buy it. I buy her going up against well, him, especially given the tech that she has. But also you have the other two candidates for it, right? Which is Sequoia and Nakia. Nakia is more of a spy who's also retired. And we see why she didn't want that mantle because she has to take care of her no son. And then uh, Okoye, that, that could have been, that could have worked as well. But I think that, 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 that Shuri taking up the mantle because the mantle is not just a person who goes out and fight. It's a leader. It's a protector. And I feel like it's always been the king for a reason or the, or the leader for a reason, which makes sense to me. Like she had to be that person because she is going to go forward. She's the last of that family, that bloodline, and she's going to lead the nation. So she should be the black Panther. Give it to Angela Bassett. She's so That's ripped. She's so ripped. She doesn't even need the herb. Yeah, she no, looks awesome. She's describing when she's talking there. at the UN and her guns are out. Like, this God, really confused me. Also, this really she... confused me. Look I... at this shot. I hate this. You guys are having too much fun. Also, is she <laughs> the leader of Wakanda now? Because at the end, when Mbaku shows up and challenges, is he joking or See, is that he? Was the, I that don't... was a weird vibe, man. Like I, I. So I've seen the movie twice now, and um, I after the first one, I was like, oh, he's definitely joking. And then watching it the second time, I'm like. I think he's joking, but like it just was—it's weird. I, I don't because I couldn't tell if it was well. like, oh no, because he, he's like you know, Black Panther isn't here, and he didn't say it like I'm pulling one over. It sounded to me like it, my interpretation was Shuri and him have talked. Shuri doesn't want to lead; she'll be Black Panther. He can go be king. Yeah. yeah. We'll Tim, see. what did you think, Tim? I I love this movie for sure. Um, I I think I'm the least high on it out of like pretty much anyone else that I've talked to. Um, watching it the second time, a lot of my criticisms um, I were were lessened. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more the second time, and I think that everything that you guys have a problem with, I also have a problem with. Where it's just the where this movie is good, it is utterly fantastic. But then I feel like some of the things where it's not as good really kind of drag it down, and I think it's because of how great great it is overall yeah. and i think that some of the like to nick's point like the marvelisms like the action in this movie is pretty forgettable i don't think there's any scene that is like 
iconic and amazing in the way that in uh, Black Panther 1 even there was like some really really great stuff um, there are moments in each fight scene that are absolutely so freaking dope having Okoye put her spear when she's driving the car and using it to yeah, grip, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super cool there's moments on the boat fight where Shuri in the Black Panther outfit is like Spider-Man parkouring along yeah. and like the action is so inspired for a 15 second burst and then it gets back to this like bad Power Ranger stuff mm-hmm. and it's just kind of unfortunate where that stuff I think drags down the quality of what really could have been to me like a ultimate top tier Marvel movie now it brings it brings it down where I'm like I can't say that I think this movie's better than the first one I just really don't and it's mm. it's not uh, it's not their fault they had to deal with what they had to deal with and I think that they dealt with it beautifully like there's so many moments in this movie that are 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 so powerful because of the realities of how everyone had to deal with the death of Chadwick Boseman. And even beyond that, like the state of the MCU and the pandemic and everything, the fact that this movie is as good as it is, and this movie's going to stand the test of time. And I think that that's really, really incredible given how much bad shit went into to making this happen. Um, but the the parts that like don't add up in this movie, a lot of the Julia Louis-Dreyfus stuff, uh, upon rewatch, I think fit a little better in the movie. Like really? uh, some of the stuff that, yeah, I was surprised. What do you think doesn't add up with Julia Louis-Dreyfus? I just feel like that plot was kind of like, a, like why we don't care about this. It felt more like like a Age of Ultron style setup for more in Gotcha. Future, as opposed to being embedded in the movie that we're gotcha. in, um, and I, rewatching it, I was like, it was less jarring. I was like, okay, it actually does kind of um, seem together a little bit better. Um, I think Riri Williams, uh, like when she first shows up, uh, I love her, and then yeah. as the movie goes on, and this was both Side times line. I watched it, she just gets less and less good, and I'm kind of like, oh man, like you're more of a MacGuffin character, like America was in Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness, and it's kind of a bummer. And then for her to fly around in this this really bad looking suit Ugly. is like. It's not great, you know, and and it's just kind of a bummer uh, to get to the end of the movie and and have it be be like that when there's just so much good otherwise. And I I, even all this, I sound so much more negative than I want to because all of the underwater stuff, utterly brilliant. I can't believe that once again, they made an entire new world that I can't wait to see more of in the MCU, get another whole movie of just that stuff. Like they, they made Wakanda. We've had James Gunn make the cosmic side. Like you guys have heard me on MCU interview a million times. You get what I'm saying. Like, I love how they can kind of create these worlds. I can't believe they created an underwater world uh, in in a world for us, in reality, where we've seen Aquaman, we see what that stuff can be. And this movie almost was like, we're just going to do that absolutely right. Like, yeah. I know this is what you think it should be. We're going to do it this way. And I think so much of it has to do with the, the fact that Ryan Coogler was like, we need to make the lighting down here feel believable. This is underwater. The fact that they had the underwater sun thing be part of it to give That's the light cool. down mm-hmm. there. So much wise choices to allow the production design to speak for itself, um, to create this whole new cast of characters that I'm interested in. Having said that, I'm really only interested in Namor himself. All the other ones, I feel like they didn't do as good of a job building them up as Black Panther 1 did of building up Wakanda in addition to Black Panther. And I know they're, they're the antagonists in this one, but the anti-heroes. Um, I, I kind of feel like they are more anti-heroes and we got a lot more of them than we got of Killmonger in the last movie. I really wish we kind of, I kind of cared more about some of their supporting cast as opposed to just the big guy oh, okay, going woman. up against the warrior. And then there's the woman one. It's like, I, I really wish we got a little bit more there. Really quick. Do you guys actually think they're anti-heroes? Because I feel like their plot is just that they hate land people right like i feel like they're, well, i feel they're like namor like, is a sympathetic a sympath you sympathize with why he's doing what he's doing i would not call him a hero in this yeah. in particular i think he is still the antagonist but i i don't think he's a 
cookie cutter antagonist similar to we'll compare it to Aquaman, right? Where uh, the uh, what's his name? Um, Jason Momoa. No, the the, ba- the, oh, the brother Black Manta. No, no, Ocean Master. Ocean Master. Ocean Master is like, I just want to take over. And I want to take over. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, why do you want to yeah, take yeah. over? He's like, because I want to take over. Yeah, if, if anything. It's, as, it's, you know, I thought no more. There were moments where I was like, oh, if if they could sit down and talk this out, there's actually a possibility. I, I understand why he's doing what he's doing. He's yeah. doing it to protect people. Was he, and, I, and I feel when he got, like, I love all that stuff with, with, when he was a kid. And he sees, like, he comes to the, the plantation and, like, sees all the, the horror of what's, like, what the reality of the, the surface world has. And I think they're those, I think they did a great job, for lack of a better term, humanizing him. Where he feels like a real character. He feels like he's got those moments with Letitia Wright where you're like, oh, you guys could actually be, like, friends. Like, you got, you're two rulers of these two very, very powerful uh, war kingdoms, and you guys could actually get together and protect each other, but there were just those little moments of like, ah, you just, you can't let this one little thing He's got to look out for his people. You got to look out for your people, and it puts him diametrically opposed, unfortunately. I think the whole uh, idea of having to chase Riri felt a bit more forced than it, like, they, they kept, he kept saying, I need to kill the scientist, but well, it didn't really feel like it was super justified. No. Like it, like it could. I feel like a couple, a conversation or two would have just like changed <laughs> his mind. But like it, it just made it seem like so like do or die of having to kill her in order to really just have a plot and have some sort of conflict. Um, I I thought that a lot of that felt a little bit forced. Um, but uh, like th- I think this movie went a lot of different ways, and I wasn't expecting it to. I thought sure. the U.S. side would have been a lot more involved. I thought, like, when we see the previews of this movie, I go, oh, okay, it's um, it's um, Namor and his crew against Wakanda, and they're going to finally, they're going to realize, wow, we have a common enemy, and it's the white man or whatever. Like, it is the colonizers. It is uh, the, the special forces or whoever these people are that are trying to, like, come in and take our uh, riches or whatever, and... That didn't really happen because the Americans just really weren't involved a whole. Like as we kept on seeing more and more fighting between the two groups, I'm just like, what? Where are the? Why, why aren't we seeing more from like the American side? I would have, I, I could have sworn that like more special forces and more army well, people would well, have would have showed up. There were the, it was a French government in the beginning, but there is that one wonderful moment. And shout out to Julie Louis Dreyfus, who she's he's like, could you uh, uh, Martin Freeman's like, could you imagine what America would do if we were sitting on a mountain of uh, <laughs> of vibranium? She goes, I dream about, about that. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's gonna be so good when she gets to actually like flex that muscle a little bit. Um, yeah, but I, I, but I feel you. But I think that was what I think that would have been. There already had one too many things by introducing Riri in this. And yeah. I think they kind of did her dirty and like kind of introducing that idea and not giving her a proper like origin story for it's Ironheart, right? That's yeah. that's the name of the the her character. Remember, she knocks the iron heart out and then isn't some weird fucking her ugly ship, ass. Her suit. Sh- ship suit looks like a little heart. I, shoulder back. incredible. I got all that. That's great. <laughs> um, like Astro Boy. Unfortunately, um, but but I think that I, I think that they were juggling a lot of different elements in this, and I think that I think Ryan Coogler smartly was like, we're gonna spend a little time and build out this the, the city of um, what is it called? Talocon. Yeah. Is it Talocon? Talocon. Uh, which, by the way, everything. I mean, you 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 talked about the production design of this movie. It's stunning. The way this movie shot is good well, lord. Is it is shot everything amazingly. underwater. Those moments where we're just sitting and we see that beautiful shot of the of um, the sun and it's very like Aztecan, Aztecian, Aztecian, Aztecian. 
incredible. I mean, the throne wears. being Bad, like a great so white sick. shark. I mean, dude, anytime dude, we like, see the whales or like the big things, it's like there is that like, lol, this is funny looking moment, but like it but becomes also, believable in a way that in Aquaman, it didn't. It but just see, felt but, silly. And, and they did it for a couple different reasons, right? One, one was that first scene with Lake Bell. Is scary as shit, dude. It's like a horror movie. It's in a the horror beginning. movie. Amazing. Where they go down and they all start like walking, Leviathan jumping in Deep Star Six back in the day, where like something underwater, like really underwater, is going to kill you. The and siren the sound siren stuff, sounds, which is so cool. Yeah. I, I wish they 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 talked about it a little bit though, because I feel like not everyone's going to get what's going on. The they don't power, know the maybe. history of mermaids and sure. shit. Like, because that singing stuff and them killing themselves was like so scary and so cool. Right. And I, I just wish they did more with that. Uh, but I mean, I feel like yeah, I I feel like he he. Kugler did a great job with sort of establishing that, but then also like one of my big criticisms of big criticism, but one of my criticisms of the first Black Panther movie was I was like, we're supposed to understand what Wakanda is, and it's very difficult in the first movie where we've really seen this to understand how vast his kingdom is. I think this movie is very help, very much helped by that. We're already established, we know what this city is, we know how powerful they are, and so we could build on that. And he, I think he did that really, really well. I I, I also want to applaud them for not doing what they did to Killmonger and just kind of killing off a really, really Thank good God. villain. Uh, because for a while, like, I... Before we... When we watched the previews, like I just mentioned earlier, I'm assuming um, that he's not going to die and they're going to join forces and they're all going to, you know, he's going to be here for the future. But as we kept on going deeper and deeper into the movie, I kept, like, kind of worrying to myself, like, oh, no, he's... You can't do this. You can't just kill off this amazing villain that we're watching on screen. Well, like we when they attack the future to like, you know, keep you guessing in the thing. Like I didn't expect the attack on Wakanda to be so devastating, let yeah. alone to kill the queen. And that's that thing of like, oh shit, like back to the vengeance that Shuri is seeking, yeah. right? You see that start to, oh yeah, I'd want this guy dead too. I love Angela Bassett. I love her in this role. So I understand why. As soon as Angela Bassett dies, I'm like, oh, fuck. Now they have to kill him. God damn it. This <laughs> sucks. Like, <laughs> no, but I, I, I love that so much. And sorry to, to cut you off. No, here. Just like, like, real quick, I just want to say that, uh, and we're going in circles here, but going back to what I was saying, Letitia Wright, to me, was like the standout of this movie. I mean, Angela Bassett, give her all the awards. That is so obvious. I just, I can't believe how transformed she was in this, where she was always a fun character. I liked her a lot in the first movie because she was kind of that comic relief, but also just like a fun, cool character. And then in this, like, the green fills her so so much that when you you watch her and like you just believe every choice she makes mm -hmm. and the anger and all of it and the choices they made with Killmonger and even though her mom was killed her making the choice to not do it all that stuff I thought was just so well done and I think it is the combination of how well she was written and then how well she performed that character like yeah. I I was very impressed where I would not have necessarily wanted her to be Black Panther now I'm like oh I really like you being Black Panther I want to give a shout out oh, sorry. I was gonna say and for all of my issues of how uh, Moon Knight has a very, very cool fighting power and kit and shit like that. They just didn't really utilize it a whole lot in the show. The way they utilized uh, Namor here was mm. amazing. Yeah. Like, I, any scene where he's kind of just wall running, wall jumping, like or air jumping rather, double jumping, triple jumping, so cool, so visually awesome. I just, I, I kind of had this like, oh, fucking finally, they're using like the power set in a really fun and interesting way, you know? Could have gone either way, too, with those wings on his feet. Yep. Totally. Could have got real, totally, real yeah. fast. I want to give a shout-out to Winston Duke, though, who I think they're making... They're, I love how they're sort of, like, pushing that character into being more, like, a little bit of comic relief, but also, like, the heart of of uh, sort of the Wakanda family. He'll talk and, shit, but he'll do the right thing. Yeah, but he's also, like... I, I just love that moment where he's, like, you know, I'm, I'm your... Like, he's, like, the consigliere now. And he's, yeah. like, your mom wanted me to help you, like... 
take or not power, but like help you lead and, and help you like, you know, like direct you a little bit. And I thought it was so cool. And I also love just the sort of like the visual of this hulking man just standing next to Shuri, who has got to be, I mean, she's tiny, right? In comparison. So tiny. And just that, that, that's such a fun visual power dynamic to play with on film and how she had to push back on him. And she's like, I am this, you have to do what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's like, fuck, you're right. It was really, really cool. Also just another shout out to the wardrobe department because everything she wears in this movie, I wish I could wear and look that good in. And the, I mean, for lack of a better term, the hoodie just, with the little neck. Oh, oh so, so cool. sick. Me and Mike were like, we're taking, we're like taking notes. I was like, I don't know what that, I don't think we can afford it, but it's pretty yeah. dope. I mean, the hairstyles, I feel like throughout the entire movie, so like sick. the amount of different hairstyles each of the characters have, and they always just look so freaking cool. Yeah. Angela Bassett, like the most ripped looking golden girl. Like with that, dude, with for the white hair. Looked awesome. For me, the standout on that front, and I want to make sure I'm being clear about this, uh, is Nakia. The character there, right? Uh, Lupita. Lupita Nyong'o, Nyong'o, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. In the way that I remember her kind of being forgettable, I felt. Oh, she's the spy. We understand in the, in the beginning of Black Panther, she's introduced as a spy. Then she's kind of the ex-girlfriend. And then she's there throughout the movie. And then the movie's over. It's like, okay, I don't blah, blah, Like, this one here, I thought she was stunning. And I don't mean, and I'm, not, I'm not sexualizing her. I'm not doing this thing. I mean, like, when she was on screen, my eyes were on her. It's one of those things where when people talk about, like, oh, Tom Cruise is a movie star. Mm-hmm. For me, in this picture, she was. Yeah. Where, like, I thought, when she's introduced in Haiti again, she's in this amazing dress and she, her hair is great, and she just beams. And then every one of her beats throughout the movie, I thought, was so well done, including, like, her on the beach in this, like, cool like, aqua stealth she's suit, like a right? Goddess, dude. Then going into <laughs> that thing, right? Then coming out, and then, of course, the end, and then the introduction of what, you know, being uh, T'Challa's... Um, Son, well, it's a child's mom, I guess, but you understand where I'm going with that. Right, right. Uh, like, I thought she was so well done, performed so well. She was the, uh, for me, the outstanding MVP of this movie. I mean, which look, I know is saying a lot because Shuri and Angela Bassett. No, but that's, you know. that's the thing is it's saying a lot where all of us have a different one that we are saying is the MVP. I really do think that the ensemble cast is the MVP. They mm-hmm. did it. They mm-hmm. somehow did it in, in a movie where, you know, the Wakanda Forever is bigger than the Black Panther because we lost our Black Panther. They pulled it off. Like, I, I'm so impressed with how strong. Uh, an almost entirely female cast is like yeah. like so much incredible emphasis uh, and they all stepped up totally nailed it and I, I'm so blown away by just the the amount of elements that had to come together for this to work like the fact that like a good portion of this movie is subtitled like in just different languages yeah. I think is so color coded cool. the color coded stuff it's like man they just they there were so many wise calls with this yeah they killed it now. We're going to get to the plot of this, but before we do that, I want to tell you about our sponsors, but first, first, I want to tell you more. Patreon producers, Skylar Peterson, Casey Andrew, Elliot, Brian Chaney, Casey Kern, G. Greg, Trevor Starkey, Adam, Jacob Moorfelt, Super Daddy Kyle, Undertopian, David Mintel, Jordan from Kansas, Cameron Bowes, Jake Holbs, David Huzenga, Jerkachu, Molecule, Nathan Lamoth, Monica Boominlog, and Delaney Twining. Thank you so much for your support. You do not need to listen to the ads, but for everyone else, here they are. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use, right? Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus. That's right, you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. There's this app that we love using that takes care of that for us and it's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out 
you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. We love Shopify here at Kind of Funny because we use it to run our very own Kind of Funny slash store. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover new customers, and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you will too. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash kfgames. Shout out to Policy Genius for sponsoring this episode. Life insurance is the type of thing you never hope you need, but the reality is mortgage payments, childcare, and other expenses don't disappear when you're gone. And since life insurance typically gets more expensive as we age, now's the time to buy. Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for you and your family. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They're not incentivized to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees and your personal info is private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. It's time for the plot. Uh, you know, I think this movie is like a little too... I think it's too emotional and special to do that sort of plot song. And plus, this is all... This is all like breaking and stuff. All them, all my keyboard and stuff. It's just Let's just get into it, Greg. Just go for it. Bust. If you help me do the plot. <laughs> uh, so we start with a whisper for sure. You're talking to boss, right? Saying, if you can help me save my brother, I'll, you know, basically believe in all the traditions kind of thing. And we not expect to start off this way. Oh, no, no. And it, but it's like, I, it's interesting too, because coming up to the theater, I never thought about how are they going to do this? I, I hadn't really yeah. gotten into what, how they, where we would start. And you'd seen the funeral stuff. But instead, we start in Shuri's lab, right? And all hell is breaking loose. They've got uh, the king's DNA pulled up. They're trying to fix it. They're trying to get stuff in there. They're trying to reproduce the heart-shaped herb synthetically because, of course, uh, the one, the only, Michael B. Jordan burned it all down uh, in the, at the end of the last movie. And now uh, the king is dying. And uh, Shuri's what? AI now is in, interjecting all the time, giving updates. Yep. Which is something I didn't expect for them to really put into. Like, I thought that would just be something they'd write around. 
Like, oh, well, we had some extra plants in the back. Like, I, I expected something mm, like that mm, to happen. Mm, mm, mm. I wasn't expecting for them to double down. Like, no, they burned it all. And this is, like, well, a, plea, they, they this is a key plot point. Because in the first movie, like, they make it really clear that, like, it was gone, right? Yeah, like, that's but, yeah but you know movies. You know, movies. Could yeah, 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 oh, I missed this one patch over here. Yeah, I'm you know giving I mean, it the you know movies sort somebody, of like Somebody thing. else pocketed it, yeah, too, on top of yeah. Nokia getting it done but when she But before he left, I, I took one, but, you know, whatever the yeah, point yeah, exactly. I expected that sort of thing. And for them to say, like, no, this is a... this is kind of the main crux of the movie right here. So sure he's running around, cool. the thing's breaking loose, she's got her own AI now, uh, you know, finally she's just like, print what we got, and he's like, you know, it's only got a 23% uh, percent success rating, uh, run with it, it's got to work, uh, they print it, she grabs it, she turns, and Angela Bassett comes in and tells her, and you know, to inform her that her brother has died. Uh, from there, we're to the funeral procession, everybody's in white. Hold on, but before that, no. you know, like, I, I just want to say, like, I, I love this, I love how they did it, I do wish they called out cancer like i don't like that they didn't like like actually say it. they just kind of implied it i just feel like they did the thing and i just wish that they took it that one step further because i think that there's a power to the reality of it and especially it being a superhero specifically the black panther like that this is a thing that we can't fix and i like that even in this world they can't fix it i would have appreciated calling it out because this way it just kind of felt like getting it without getting it um but beyond that the marvel studios intro yeah. Oh my god! That was awesome. Like this opening scene, I got kind of like you know tearing up just a bit when the Marvel Studios thing hit, and you just hear the air and you the see all the pictures. Works, That's what I'm like. Okay, y'all fucking got me. Like yeah. it was so damn powerful, leading into the beautiful, beautiful funeral scene. The thing about leaving it ambiguous, I think, for what got him, because we know it's something, right? We know it's a sickness. We know it's a disease. Eventually, Sherry will say that you know he told me too late to do anything about it. I think is actually a smart move because I think it's empowering to the audience of what is your boogeyman. Right, like obviously for me it would be cancer, but for so many other people's it would be Lou Gehrig's disease. It would be et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Any other uh, millions of genetic things that have taken people from your life or that you're struggling with. And so I think that's the power of it, of putting it there. And even if you had nobody, then you read into it, of course, then cancer for Chadwick Boseman. So I think that's why you leave it ambiguous. I get what you're yeah, saying. And I, I, get I totally it. get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I appreciated I, it being I, ambiguous so you can you can imprint on the movie what you want. This is a very, very, very complex, difficult subject in so many ways and how they can handle it. And I don't think that there's a right and wrong. You know, I've seen yeah. so many people upset about how they even handled this with how close it is to the realities. And it's like, but see, that's I, what I was there's a beautiful say. story being told. So That's what I was going to say. Is I'm like, I'm sure they were trying to skate, like, like, Find that fine line of like you know paying homage, but also not without you know, feeling like not, you're taking not advantage. Being disrespectful, of yeah. and feeling like you're taking advantage of it. So I think they were like, "Hey, we should we should say that he passed. We should try to make it a little truer to life, but maybe like let's same thing of not using." I would, yeah, you're watching this. I'm like, are they going to use old dialogue at some point? Oh. Like when he when she goes in the ancestral plane, God, I, was I was thinking, like, are we going to get like a don't do that. a clip of Shuri, him saying Shuri from another movie, and that that's all we get or whatever? And I was like, that the way they handled that I thought was so good. Of like, he dies off screen. We understand what happened. Then yeah, then we get the Marvel intro. No, nothing to it. Just you know, as it, as it goes, then the you know the picture of him on, or the painting of him during the funeral procession on the wall and then way later right we get like a montage oh, of like you know yeah. little look backs from the movies or whatever man I, I'm glad they found a very organic way to get Michael B. Jordan back in but there was a 5% of me that was like please do not pull a Princess Leia please mm -hmm. do not do a facial reconstruction of Chaz Chadwick Boseman I, on another I, actor and have them talk and I would have been like I don't just don't do that I wasn't worried about any of that because they they had already mentioned we're not recasting him because of the respect we have for this. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they wouldn't even consider having somebody else as the Black Panther, I was like, going towards a CG version, I think, is, like, an extra step on the offensive side. <laughs> like, Of course. Let's not agree. do that, you know. Uh, anyways, funeral possession, everybody's in white. It's a party. 
You know what I mean? But Andy, when I die, so this, you got to make this be the thing. You got to okay. make it be like I'm gonna this, I'm going to put you right? in a steel. I'll bring the keyboard. I'm going to put you in an all uh, uh, vibranium casket. Thank you. That looks exactly like you, but it's a little shorter. It's going to have like the glasses or whatever. Yeah. Like five foot eight. Why is it going to be low? What are you going to do? Fold me up? Chop you up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, they go through there. They reveal the cool Black, Cat, uh, Black Panther casket. Uh, everybody's super, uh, sure, super sad. Everybody's, everybody's super sad. Uh, Okoye has got it crying while she walks with the casket and all this stuff's happening. Then the casket gets beamed up into a spaceship and flown away, right? Um, and then what it says one year later, and we jump one year later, and uh, uh, the queen's at the UN. She's giving the speech, and she's like, yo, if Fran- Fran- uh, France and the United States are there, and they ain't having this business. The French lady I recognize, but I can't remember where from. And, of course, uh, the United States guy, the one, the only, uh, Toby from the West Wing. Now, more recently, hey. Odin from God of War Ragnarok. So cool. Pretty dope Rich to see him out there. Yeah, yeah, he's killing it. Crushing Crush. it. Amazing out there. Uh, and they're basically like, yo. Uh, y'all got that vibranium, and it's gonna fall into people. Bad people. We can't. We can't put it on metal detectors. You're not cooperating with us on getting in. You guys. You know. You said you were gonna open it up. You opened it up, and you closed it down. What the fuck's going on with that? And they finally stop running their stupid fucking mouths. And guess what? The queen's about to talk. She's got fucking guns, and she's, she's mad. like, "You all done yet, dog? Yeah, <laughs> but, she's mad. Yeah, it's this is so interesting because when we left the last film, you were like, "We're so hopeful, right? They're going to share all of this, like the wonderment that is Wakanda and all these resources with the rest of the world." And, but there was that that uh, uh, I forget the character's name, but Daniel. Um, the, the border Kaluya. Pro- Kaluya, thank you. His his character ah, was like, yeah, yeah. "Hey." People are going to come for this shit, right? And they're like, ah, don't worry about it. And now it's like, yeah, every nation, of course, is like, this is the most powerful thing on the planet. This is a very valuable resource. We're going to just start raiding Wakanda. Well, on top of that, half the universe also disappeared in the time since that happened. So it's like the, the I think the, like, we need, to, we need to protect ourselves. We need to, like, like you can't keep that to yourself. You need to share right. it. I think that there's, like, there's probably a lot more tension than there yeah. even would have been otherwise. Which is, yeah, it's interesting. And it's, re- it's real life. Super it's reality. Real. And so the queen's basically like, "Listen, shut the fuck up." You know, there. I know you. We. I hear you guys talking about it. I know you know you think there's no king, there's no Black Panther. You can do whatever. We'll defend ourselves. And then while this is happening, we're getting flashbacks to this uh, Wakandan embassy somewhere. I forget. We're not embassy, but like research facility. And like these troops are breaking in. They're all going, "Ale, ale!" Like, oh, they're t- they're speaking French. They're saying, "Go, go!" And then they're saying other French stuff. But that's all I can translate. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? They're going like when they get to the vault, and guess what? Dora Milaje is in there. And they just beat the oh, fucking shit out of these guys. First music cue of the movie that. I I lost my shit for like when when Okoye comes out of the darkness <laughs> and you just hear that the sounds like fuck that's cool man yeah, cool cool ass scene so, love this love the introduction of some of the other like I don't think that that the one character we saw in the first movie the one with the daggers the that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, she didn't yeah. look familiar to me. Anke, an, uh, A N E K A. Anika? Yeah. But uh, great introduction to her. Uh, yeah, her, her and having uh, the, the hood off. Uh, and being like, not fucking Ayo, how do you want to say that one? Ayo, I guess. Ayo? Yeah, yeah. they're both of them. And then Ayo is from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, cool. But again, like, actually, I, I, I knew I recognized her, but I didn't know her, right? Whereas I thought they did a great job this way and putting them in a relationship and all that stuff. I was like, that's dope. So and just shot really cool the fact that it was happening at the same time, and we don't necessarily know that as at first. As sure, it audience. seems like it's actually a right yeah. after the fact, right? That what she was worrying about is coming true, but it's already happened, and they walk all the soldiers in. They're so like, cool. then, and then, yeah, fucking uh, uh, Okoye says something to French, uh, you know, it was like fucking dope as shit because she said the French lady, ah, we know you're French people. And they're like, yeah, fuck off. We're in power, and you're never going to get the shit if we don't want you to get it so fuck off and they're like boom and like oh and she's also like and also you know it's only available in wakanda so you can all you suck it and like oh man that sucks and then we go from there we're out in the, we're out to see everybody and guess what the helicopter lands and lake bell gets off everybody it's lake bell lake bell, lake awesome. bell. let's featured in what if 
as uh, Black Widow. Oh, nice. And so she's there. She's got some of the best line delivery on the planet. Killer. Just so good. I don't even know who she is. I was like, every line she's saying is just like pitch perfect. So anyways, they've been scouring the the waters and the worlds for the the old uh, vibranium. And guess what? They found some here, they think. And so that's cool. And so they're there and they're like, all right, get into you two, get into the fucking abyss pods and go on down there and find some vibranium or whatever. What's Nick about to Google? Nick's Googling Friday, something. ladies and gentlemen, but I got to get this joke out because it's going to piss him off and it's going to make me happy. Great. Uh, she was in the the Aston Kutcher, Natalie Portman oh. uh, rom-com, which was uh, Friends with Benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the not superior. To not to be confused. No Strings with Attached. The superior movie. And this was No Strings Attached, not, which was the superior movie to no, Friends with Benefits, oh, God, which is the Justin Timberlake oh, Nick, you, abomination. You, you need to think about that joke a little bit further. <laughs> that is the joke. The old one we, we never got it right. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah I, think it. Well. I think you got it. I think you got it. Anyways, <laughs> they go down there, and they, they're low. it's like the abyss, and they're watching the things, and they're down there, and they're getting closer to it, and then just, boom, like, people are gone. She's like, what happened there? Somebody's fucking gone and they turn around and the fucking thing's hanging there's no person there and they're like oh what's happening ah, and they're gone too and so then like Bell's like we're being we're under attack it's got to be the Wakandans and then outside there's people singing all of a sudden they, the heads pop fucking up they look they got the night amazing. vision like we got a situation out here colonel and it's these heads in the triangle formation and then they all start singing, and everybody starts walking off the boat. Just walk them off, walk them off. You know what I mean? Like I used to play in Golden Axe. That's a reference what for an, one person play Golden Axe with me. What an amazing way to just set tone here. Like this horrifying. Is, the entire thing's horrifying. This whole part is just so perfectly done. Like and and it's in that moment that I go, man, we're in for a fucking treat right here. Yeah. Like this movie is already great. We're about right to now. get a great motion yeah. picture. And so they all walk off, but they and catch the one guy will. before he and walks epic. off, and then more people are coming up. The blue people, and they're like, put on your earpods. They got they got they got <laughs> the mind controls, and they're like, all right, cool. And so they do that, and then like Bell's running around. She's like, "I got a gun." She's just fucking putting him in people's chests. Like, Minor criticism though of this scene, very much '80s style. Like this, this, this magazine and this gun is just nah, infinite. Have some fun. Have some fun. Never reloaded. Have I know it's fun. fine. She's got the perk. She's got the Call of Duty perk. She's got that perk. Yeah. I, I liked the horror vibes of this scene. I didn't like the action vibes of this scene. And I think it just goes down to the one-to-one comparison of the MCU already has one of the dopest. Boat action scenes of all time. Winter Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. And like yeah. the one to one, it kind of falls apart. Here. No George St. Pierre in this one. But I will say, when it's they get in the helicopter, you're feeling it. And you're you, like, get you away, straight get up, get Mario 64 Bowser's it. Like, but you well, no, even moment. before then, where like they're jumping on and they shake <laughs> them off, and I was like, damn, they're gonna get away. I'm like, how are they gonna get away? They're not gonna get away. I'm like, I'm like, Lake Bell's, Lake Bell's pretty not important, but she's recognizable. So she maybe yeah. she's meant to be around for a bit, and then then yeah, they get stopped and fucking yeah, Bowser to the ground and smashed up. And I was like, I don't even know enough about Namor. How's he in the air? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he got wings on his feet. That's weird. Wings. That's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. All right. But he's Andy born. Has oh, do you? Feet. Do you think that little, the one little wing is going to grow back? I'll yeah, so. I wondered about that too. I, I think so. so. I think so, right? Flying in a circle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I think maybe he might be able to <laughs> overcome that. <laughs> Use his hand to make up for it. <laughs> so we go back to Sherry's lab. Sherry's working on a whole bunch of shit as always. You know, she's she's trying to do stuff, but she's not trying to do uh, uh, the herb. She's not trying to make Black Panthers. She's just doing her own stuff. She she's making tech own, yeah, she's making tech right. stuff. We're not gonna we're, we're not gonna rely on the old ways because of ways. course I said I would I would rely on the old ways if Bast saved my uh, uh, brother, but she didn't. So guess what? Hey, I'm into the tech god now. I love Okoye just being so annoyed by all of it. Yeah, great little, great little back and forth and great relationship they have. Like uh, they do have a great relationship. Things are ugly. I don't want to wear that shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, mom comes in, the queen. She's like, yo, Sherry, come with me. We got some stuff right now, right now. All right, right now. And so they go off to uh, a quiet spot among the reeds along the river or whatever. And it's been one year to the day of the funeral. And so it's time to burn the funeral garments. And this is the final way to say goodbye. And then we can move on with our lives or whatever. Sherry says, I will not burn my funeral garments. I am not there yet. And I'm not going to do this. And this isn't fair. And yada, yada, yada. She has a great line to where She's like, if I'm going to burn anything, I'm going to burn the whole world or something Fuck like yeah. that. And you're like, damn. No, but there's nothing cooler than when Namor says that to her. Like, yeah, yeah, we're right. like, together. Like, <laughs> I was in the theater like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that happens. And then, right, of course, is Angela Bassett's about to tell her something important about her brother. Uh, some, they're like, wait, something's going on. And what is it? It's Namor who comes up out of the water. He's like, bloop. And he just comes up. out, And they're like, I'll fucking kill you. I'm, I'm Wakandan. And he's like, it's cool. I'm Namor. And he's like, I got little trunks. Listen, I got little trunks on. And guess what? They're I have. Little. They're like high waisted. They're up to like his chest. <laughs> Those trunks ain't little. I got. Wakanda, I got. I got vibranium too. No, you don't. Mommy's covered in it. Ah, oh, fuck. All right, cool. So you do Pretty too. Fucking cool. And he's like, listen, it's all of our problems right now because these fucking Americans built a stupid goddamn thing. They can find uh, find vibranium, and they're gonna find yours. They're gonna find more, and then it's gonna be a war. So here's the deal. You're gonna you're gonna go find the scientist who did this, and you're gonna bring her to me, or I'm gonna or I'm gonna, you're gonna kill her. I forget what I wanted you to do, but if you don't do this, then I'm gonna just come in here again and just destroy this place. Because what was he got a great line? Something about like. I got a for every blade of grass, I've got a soldier or some yeah. shit like that. Oh, oh yeah, got a thousand soldiers, yeah. hundred soldiers, like some crazy yeah. number. Which yeah. is oh. one of those things you're like. I have more soldiers than you have blades of grass. I think this was another. This was one of the other small things I did not like about this movie. It's like it's always they're like we're gonna army to army, and it's only like twenty people versus twenty people yeah. every single time. And I'm like, I get it, they're on a boat, whatever. But like, if you tell me you've got a soldier for every blade of grass in Wakanda, I need to see a scene when this movie gets hits a climax. Where there is like ten thousand people, it's a battle, not the Wakanda. It's a battle, not the war, and I still think in that moment he is still cautious of not wanting to out themselves. If suddenly there's two thousand people in the water fighting, I think that becomes a bigger deal as opposed to like. I mean, we're talking about battles and wars and all that stuff. Remember, the amount of troops he sends wins this. Like on the ship, but, what you're talking about? He's got them surrounded on the top of the the Snow Panther mongoose or whatever the fuck it is. Like it's <laughs> over. Like you know, what I mean? he's they're gonna win the, the also, ghost. But that wasn't that wasn't meant to be like a, a battle. Like he was sending that to like to stop the, the, the divers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was just like an attack group, right? Right. But 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 when you when you want to pit two nations against each other, my brain goes, I need to see scale. I need to see scale in this. And we never really got a sense of scale. For either the Wakandan army or Namor's people. Like, we just didn't really get that. Even when we went down into the city, which he was like, I'm expecting there to be thousands and thousands of people. It actually felt fairly small. And granted, it's, you know, it's underwater, whatever. But I was expecting, like, I hate to say it, but when we get to Atlantis and Aquaman, you see, like, it's scale. You're like, holy crap, this is big, right? I was expecting to see something along the lines of, like, the Gungan um, people in uh, place, yeah. you know, where it's like, oh, my God, this is a really, really cool. This looks like a civilization Mm -hmm. of people who have been living under the water. So that's just a minor thing where I'm like, okay, it's going to be, like, 20 on 20 again, which was, it's not not as fun. But, I mean, everything can't be endgame, but what if it could? Yeah. Uh, so I, I wanted to say one note quick. Sorry. Yeah. I loved when he came out of the water. He had a small thing that he did that really like humanized him. Spit the water out. No, he went, he kind of did one of his hair back. Right. And like in other movies, they would have had him come out perfect. But in this one, he came out and he kind of like splashed, like took the water off his face and like did his hair again. And I'm like, Oh, 
was a really humanizing thing to have this character do. It made he it was more so good. To me. I regret not watching it again with y'all last night. <laughs> I invited you, Andy. I know, man. <laughs> Fuck, he's so good. I didn't get the invite. <laughs> yeah, I thought I yeah, I saw it at like oh they're playing it, it at ten thirty at this theater out by me and I was like I don't know Tim am I gonna be done at one thirty in the morning? <laughs> God, he said the fucking uppercut your ass. Reminded us to get on Monday, but it's not the same. How bad does he want it? How bad does he want you to be there? Kevin, put me in the car. Yeah, Kevin, can you hit the song? Whenever you get a chance. Were they born, born in labs? Now it's time to ring those abs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a podcast within a podcast. Rank those abs, starring me, Nick Scarpino, and my boy, Andy Cortez. Andy, for the first time in Rank Those Abs, I'm actually going to say we're not able to vote because Namor's swim trunks went all the way up to his eyes. <laughs> so I really couldn't see it. <laughs> Unfortunately. The, the, there, I, I will say the abs were pronounced under good lighting. I will say this. I love the choice to not make all of these indigenous Mexican tribes ripped. I love that these dudes and women were not incredibly muscular. I love that it just felt super normal that like, yeah, these are like very, very powerful beings and they have, they're stronger than normal humans, but you know, they're in tortillas and stuff. (laughs) And I love it. I I really loved that because I think it would have been, I I feel like it would have felt a little too Hollywood and a little too kind of like movie ish to have like all of these soldiers are like just super ripped. I kind of appreciate that the main dude that uh, Okoye was fighting. Isn't this super, Ripped guy, you know, he's yeah. just like a dude that I mean, I've seen before. You don't know? get me wrong, this guy is very. Oh, very fit. I mean, yeah, he's very, very fit. But I, but I, but he's not Chris right, Hemsworth. Like, like, no, he doesn't look like nope. he dehydrated himself yeah. for 14 days to get here. He looks a very healthy, very, very fit human being. Don't get me wrong, I would die to look like this. oh, 100, <laughs> percent yeah, yeah. But I liked that because it because sometimes it can be distracting from the acting. It can it can distract from the acting. And I think his acting was so good. Oh, that's Ladies the all time we have. <laughs> <for nations. laughs> all the time we have, Rico's hat. Shit, fuck, we've been playing off. You must see that often with this segment, but there that. it was. There it was. It. Like, Thank my parents. He's so hot. Mike Ellen Jets is goddamn, he's, hot. he's so, he's a good looking fucker. A very good looking yeah. dude. Um, So yeah, that's the deal. And then it's like, cool, we got to go find the people and the Americans who did this, right? So we're going to go to America and find it and we'll send Okoye. And sure, he's like I'm gonna go too, mom. And she's like, you don't, you shouldn't go. And she's like, no, I'm gonna go. And Akoya's like, I'll protect her. Don't worry, it's gonna be a fun little buddy cop mission. And she's like, all right, but if you don't, I'm gonna ruin your whole fucking life. And she's like, all right. And they walk out and they go. <laughs> and so they go to America and we meet up with Everett Ross, right? And he's he's running. He's like, having a good little run out there. And then guess what? A little mechanical bee comes. And then he, then it, he wants to, you want me to follow you? And they follow you. And then they meet up with uh, them. And he's like, oh yeah, y'all fucking sunk a ship over there and killed a bunch of people for. And like, well, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. That wasn't us. Who was it? I can't tell you because. I left this out. Namor said we couldn't tell anybody. So it's, you know, just <laughs> is another the leader, there's another the leader of this play. crazy underwater tribe said no. I yeah, can't say yeah, shit. I can't do anything about it. Sorry. And so he he's like, all right, fine. I, he gives up all the information about Riri or whatever. And so then they're like, cool, now we're gonna go to whatever it was. MIT? Was it MIT? I think it might have been MIT. They go to MIT, of course, uh, Tony Stark's alma mater. And like they, they get there and what do they find? They find Riri Williams and she's walking around, she's, you know, shaking people down for money because she did things and made robot arms Give work me that and ben shit. Mo. Yeah, exactly. How, how old is she supposed to be in this movie? 
She's in college, college yeah. So 19, 20, probably. Was she not 30. like a high schooler in college because she's so smart? Maybe. Was it one of... Oof, she, the, the, she did not I, nail that. I thought she looked too it, old to be... Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I think, think this, 19. In the same way that we kind of look at Tom Holland, we're like, man, he's always going to look 20 years old. No yeah. matter like when he's 35, he's still going to look like he's 18. Something about her is she just, she just looked like a much older woman. She, she looked, looked like 20s. Yeah. She she just looked like an established like kind of Lupita Nyong'o's age, yeah. and I just didn't buy that she was the young upstart, the young sort of a prodigy. Like and a lot of that is like maybe I'm just used to the young prodigy having the baby face. There was something about it that like I didn't buy that she was this like young superstar. I didn't buy that she was a 16, 17 year old. I agree. In college. I, I, I think I think part of it was that she came with a lot of confidence, and they established her as being an incredibly like. Cunning and like, not cunning, but like, um, very skilled and like, like self reliant person. And so, I think if you want to counteract that, like, aging the actor down maybe even 10 more years would have been would have been the play because she doesn't come off as vulnerable, right? She comes off as like, I'm kind of owning my shit here and very capable. And so when you, when you put her in those kind of like situations where she is being attacked or whatever, it doesn't hit as hard. Yeah. Letitia Wright has like that, that, that kind of very young, but they seem the same age, right? Which was was weird because Shuri, you assume has to be like late twenties, early thirties because she's been around for three, four movies now at this point. Right. Uh, people in chat are saying that she was 19 yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I kept saying 19. I think it's because it was just in there that they did say in the movie. Uh, yeah, but but with Shuri, though, like, I don't, she was snapped, right? So she'd probably be around 19. Maybe. Yeah, so, maybe. That, I buy that if they were around the same age. Continue. Oh, that was it. So they then confront her in her dorm room. Well, you know, Shuri does whatever, and they immediately recognizes her as, uh, you know, Prince uh, Shuri, or Princess Shuri. Uh, and they have a whole conversation that you need to come back, and what have you been working on? And I, it was a project. And wait, the government stole my project to find Vibranium. What? And that's crazy. And then she's like, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then she goes in the bathroom, but guess who's there? Okoye is there. And she's like, get the fuck out. We're going. And they're fucking looking awesome. This is another great. You want to talk about outfits. You know what I mean? Okoye killing it in this outfit. You know what I mean? Um, I've only seen it once, and it was five days ago. Did they ever establish that, like, killing Riri would kill this technology? Because you have to imagine that the United States government has the absolutely, designs yeah, for this. Absolutely absurd. So <laughs> why, what would be the version? There was the, some the throwaway comment, her? I think, that only well, she could make it. I'm, I'm with when, you. When they took it apart, they're like, whoa, all of these parts are, like, they're scrap parts. The random stuff is, like, hobbled together. So maybe it's, like, one of those. Uh, but, like, like did she. And that's why all that felt very forced. To it me. was a little forced. Because yeah. you have to imagine that they were like, cool, thank you for these plans that we've cobbled. We're going to go build this on our own. I'm sure we can figure this out. Yeah, we're going to figure <laughs> it out. Right? You say that, but then, uh, like, the, what, the, the rocket that went to the moon. Like they they didn't have in nineteen sixty nine. Uh huh. They had to like they like on the fly were hey, fixing stuff. Real quick, I'm sorry. Just huh? to be clear, just so we're represent that allegedly went to the moon. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Guys, I've been reading some real interesting stuff on Facebook. Kyrie Irving. There's Christ. crosshairs that are behind the face, clearly Photoshop, right? So funny. Oh damn it. man. Anyways, oh, no. uh, there was an interesting comment here from Bander SN who said we missed the scene where. Mbaku eats a carrot. That was a great scene. That's lovely. He's, he's, he's just scene. fucking killing us. Remember, he's, he's so a vegetarian. Lovely. Remember, that was mm-hmm. established in the original Black Panther. He's lovely. Anyways, they're like, all right, cool. Take us to your lab. She's like, cool. I'll take you to my lab. Uh, they go to the lab. It's an old warehouse, right? And there's a bunch of shit there and it's garbage. And you got all this stuff. I'm so in. Totally. It's like the, the going to I love to a good kid robots. who's got their own little thing. Exactly. And, we get there and like the way that we start looking at it and they like look up and it's like, I know what they're doing. But I'm like, oh my God, they're doing it. This is so cool. Love this scene. Love the build up to the chase scene. 
I think the chase was just all right. I think that like once she's actually flying out there, it wasn't that exciting. Yeah, there's nah, some problems. Nah. But like the the ratcheting it up and like the the cops coming like, oh shit, she has an Iron she Man got suit. Iron Man too. All of that was awesome, pitch perfect, and then it just kind of got a little. Eh. But again, I think my my brain goes, I really want that origin movie. I, I feel like it would be. It's You're gonna like get a show. What about a show? If I give you a show, fair, but I I'm like this is such we'll a give cool you concept, eight right? We're getting this young college We're, student who's like figured out how to be Iron Man. I think that's so cool. Like, and I just felt like that moment needed to be bigger. What yeah. do you think that there's? I don't think there's much more to the origin other than that she's like she's very smart. She's been inspired by Iron Man. Like I yeah. like that the show will probably take place after this, and it'll be like, hey, she's established. You know she is. We don't need to go down like deep dive. Like we'll get maybe more of her family background, which I think would be cool. But like I, I like where they put us. Nick, what if I told you here's ten episodes? You're gonna like three of them. <laughs> no, it's a part of the course. Uh, no, I mean, I, Kevin, you're not wrong, but what? I, but I mean, I'm just a sucker for origin stories. I love them; they're the most fun to me. And and having all that crammed into like a five like five minutes of exposition, I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work for me. I I think that we need more because I feel like this is really just playing off. They got they know Tony Stark. It is what it is. She has an AI. It's just like Tony. They have a suit. It's just like Tony. And I'm like, it feels a little cheap. Yeah. To be fair. That kind of is the origin in the comics, too. It's not like it's the movie's fault, but okay. you could have made it better. Anyways, everything we just said happens. The happens. There's a chase. There's a thing. She's flying. I agree. In, in flight, I was like, man, I don't really, you know, whatever. And then all the chases. I also didn't like the bickering in, in the garage over, I'm going to take the bike. No, you're getting in the car. Doing the thing. Just, man, what, like, why, why are we wasting time on this? Mm. But they eventually get going. It's cool. They, she does the thing with the spear through the car. To do the, it's, it's awesome. It's a bunch of cool shit. Really cool. Uh, then, of course, there uh, the blue people show up, right? And that's when, uh, when you know, she gets smashed off the bike and she uses her last second shield to do the thing. And then she's knocked out for a bit. And Akoya gets up and i'm like don't kill a koi i fucking love a koi their mouth and a koi him look like a uh like cell yeah you know, looks like what dragon ball z so oh, okay <clears throat> she's killing these dudes and i mean it's awesome you know koi is doing her thing and then they all get up and this was one that didn't work for me later on in the movie because i'm like oh these guys can't be killed but then they get killed later and i'm like i don't understand yeah. why they got killed there but not there it's, it's the water wounds. i'm guessing it's the water i don't know something that dehydrated them or something i don't know i, I wish that she had put a couple of them down and just gotten beaten because i thought it kind of cheapened it for me too that there were like zombies they got up i'm like oh, i was like wait what happened there yeah I don't also know. I, this fight scene was great and, uh, that, and this is the best fight of the movie I, she gets I, knocked I, back and into the asphalt so yeah. the choreography Koi of this awesome. was was fucking rad this is when she earned her spot on my marvel snap deck all right oh, oh, no. yeah. you, get yeah, yeah, yeah. you get in there I mean, yeah. no real talk like this is how you this is how you make a character go from like like good to like awesome is you have a moment like this because she loses the fight but it's very memorable yep. and how she loses is like the guy's like shit i gotta throw a grenade at you i gotta throw a bomb at you to like get you off me. I did love the scale of it. Like you talk about the scale of the battles and stuff. While we didn't get it with Scales, people, fish people. I, eh, I love that we did get it with those bombs. Like they did a good job of so pacing cool. out, like, oh man, one of those water bombs can cause this. Three can cause this, and by the end, if we see a hundred, we're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, funny like, though. I thought it was just one big water balloon. I thought it was like one big bomb. I was like, "Huh?" Oh, that's, that. How long did it take to But I thought this fight was great because not only was it well choreographed, and we know Okoye, and so like we understand her her skill set and her weapon and all that stuff. But she was fighting to protect Shuri. Like it was like there was a, was a, a purpose for how badass she was being, and I thought they did a really good job of like explaining the stakes to us there through action. 
she gets knocked down and knocked out right and then you know it's like uh Shuri's like wait and like take me with you or something I don't know some conversation but she's gonna go down there I forget why she's like you know I want to parlay like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean like deal we'll take it to Namor Namor says to bring me I forget what the fuck do wait real quick in the the chat batter sense says uh stab stick of cards plus two for Okoye yeah one of my favorite moments is watching this movie and when Namor was first introduced when he first walks out of the water G loses her mind shakes me she's like oh my god I know him from snap like plus five if he's alone and I'm like I'm so proud of you right now (laughs) Um, and so they jump in the water and they go underwater but Okoye wakes up and she's like Sherry she tries to swim real fast she's like I can't swim that fast and that sucks and so they go down there Riri and uh, Sherry and then I'm going to take you to Wakanda first I probably isn't how it goes probably but I'm already saying it so then you know back in Wakanda the queen's like yo Fuck you. You are stripped of your your rank as the leader of the Dora Milaje. And it's just like, fucking go out there and, you know, kick bricks. We don't care. And then Akoya's like, listen, whoa. I, she's crying, but she's like, my queen, please don't do this. She's speaking amazing the native tongue. Yeah, exactly. Amazing scene oh, here. Oh, God, such a good scene. And that's when the queen's like, you've lost a lot. And she does the speech from the fucking trailer that's just dynamite, right? Of like, she's lost everything. And now Shuri's out there. And this and, fucking sucks. And uh, talking to Andy about this movie not going how I thought. Watching this speech, I would have never thought it was to Okoye. Oh no, 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 no! Such a cool twist, and it's like, oh man, earned his hell. And also, also awesome here. Again, you, you already nailed it. And again, it's Wakanda forever, so it is the supporting cast and everybody else. But such a great real take on where the queen would be. Of like, you fucked up. You lost her. My son's dead. My husband's dead. All of you fuck faces backed Michael B. Jordan when he yeah. showed up here and didn't stop that. You know what I mean? When I had to go yeah. beg to Mbaku, like I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's a great point. That's a great psychological look at where right. you would be." Of like, yeah, I'm back on the throne, and like, my, you know, T'Challa was back on the throne, but I'm still pissed. Like, I didn't fucking forget what happened in the events of the last movie where you all backed this guy because you could of tell she'd be harboring idea. that for totally. a while. Yeah. And if it were me in that situation, I'd be like two days without pay. <laughs> like just I'm just I just can't be that mean. Here. Like, I still need you. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna Please do Starbucks run? Put in his file not to let him manage anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you killed two employees. That's oh, a man. week with pay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's what? No, no content. Uh, so then, yeah. We also get the the off screen mention of Daniel Kluge's character. I Oh, yeah, yeah. You can go see your lover, your love, whenever you want. He's not here anymore. He's exiled or he's in jail or whatever. But you can see him, I'm sure, whenever you want to. He was supposed to be in the movie, but due to a bunch of production scheduling stuff. For Nope, right? Wasn't it? Uh, it, Yeah, Nope. And then also just uh, because everything got shifted because of the pandemic and then the death and then the the Shuri vaccine stuff. It's like a lot of issues led to this. Uh, So anyways, though, back down in the Namor kingdom, you know, Shuri wakes, no, Riri wakes up and realizes she's in a cage and Shuri's there and she's like, don't, you know, chill. Don't, it's going to be okay. And then they come down. and They're they, not really in the Namor Kingdom, though, right? They're just kind of like in a... They're in like a holding pen. cell. Yeah, 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 yeah kind yeah, of yeah, way yeah. above where they usually right, are. Right, right, right. So uh, one of the Namor people come in, and he, she's got like a robe, and they can't understand, but she understands what she wants. And then Riri's like, don't do it. She's like, ah, it's royalty shit, though. I got to do this kind of shit. I got to be royal. And so she does it, and then she goes and meet Namor, and Namor's like doing the painting and working on all his shit there. And she's and like, yo, what's up? I, I think this is a part that kind of confuses me, because I would have just expected a lot more hostility from uh from Letitia uh, I'm blinking on Shuri I I feel like she was just kind of really accepting of this position a little too easily Shuri? Yeah. Being like, kidnapped? 
I, I think just her being there, like, oh, let me put on this robe, and like, I, I, I kind of like the, she the wasn't fact kidnapped, right? She yeah, she went right, kidnapped. and that was the thing, and so the, I, I felt the, the royalty, like, you know, like kind of Game of Thrones of it, of just like, hey, I gotta play the game for There's a second. There's rules to the to this engagement. I'm, I'm with you, but I do think that the royalty shit, it's like we just don't understand that shit. Okay, you, know, you guys are surfs, all right? You don't know what it's yeah. like to be out there. <laughs> On the okay. throne, I guess. I lost my own analogy on that one. Sorry. Uh, anyways, though, so she goes there and she talks to Namor and she's like, what's up with you? He's like, I'm a fucking mutant. I'm a fucking mutant. Yeah, I think they didn't play the music. Yeah, yeah exactly. But exactly. I love that they just dropped that. Here man. we go. Why not? And so we get the whole mutant. flashback, right? Of guess what? He had a whole, he was from an Aztec tribe. And I, Kevin, you said 1,500 years ago. And no, then the no, chat yeah, was it, like, no, 500 years I, yeah, ago, yeah, 1,500. I, I misspoke. Got I, it. Just I, make sure I on the same page now. And then I said 500 years. And so, uh, you know, we go back to Aztec times, and uh, his people are there, and they all got smallpox, because guess what? People showed up and gave him smallpox, because everybody sucks. And so they were like, listen, last-ditch effort, we got this fucking rock over here. We turned it into a juice. You want to drink it? It's and people are like, juice. you know what? Everybody's like, I'll drink it, whatever. And then Namor's mom, who's pregnant with Namor, is like, you know what? I don't think I want to. And then they're like, really? She's like, you know what? I will drink it. <laughs> it's a little weird. Like, that was weird. A little too much exposition where it's like, just drink the fucking no, thing. No, no, it was cool, though, because like, they were like, okay, hey, your, your kid will be born and will be the king of uh, of these people they didn't know they would give him superpowers and make him but they could have she could have just drank it they could have still just said that yeah she was like i don't know what's gonna do to my kid and they're like listen smallpox or that so you got you don't have any options here you know so she drinks it came from the ocean so it gave them the ocean powers so that was exactly and so then they all start being like (laughs) flopping around like fish or whatever like oh we're fish people now and so they all go in the water and they're like cool we're in the fish we're the fish people now we can breathe underwater this is dope as shit no more smallpox for us and they go under there and they're having a great time and then you know namor's mom's like oh i'm giving birth to namor and she's she pops out Namor, and he's got little uh, fish feet, but with wings, because it's a bird feet, too. And everybody's like, that's weird. He's like, and then we cut to Namor. He goes, I'm a mutant. You're like, I guess he's a mutant. And so they live Correction there. Correct from having... the chat that you're Mayans. Mayans. My apologies, Sorry, everybody. My apologies. Uh, you yes. put that in my head. My you put bad. that in my head. That yeah. is my bad. Uh, so they're down there now just swimming around, being great. You know the what I mean? The bird scene was cool. Bigger. Or at least like even whatever, as much as we saw of it. I, I loved this. Again. The visuals of the underwater stuff and the use of the lighting, I thought, was excellent. And so they're down there and they're having a great time. They're living underwater. It's it's dope under as shit. The sea. They can talk under the sea. They got a fork. Uh, and so they're like, "This is great." Not and then Namor's sea, mom, Namor's like five feet off the shore. Yeah. Namor's mom's like, "Yo, this is pretty dope, but I miss being a land person. I was a land person. I'm gonna die now. Bury me on the land." And he he's like, "What, mom?" And she goes, eh, and just dies and floats away. Right. Belly up into the water. You've all had a dead goldfish. Yeah. And Namor, at like five years old, does the only thing right, where he grabs his mom. And he's like, all right, let's go bury her back where she came from on the land. And he's like, let's just go through that line of trees. And you go through the line of the trees. And guess what? It's fucking goddamn horrible over here. Slavery, plantations and shit. Yeah, Kev, what do you got? Uh, real quick. Do you think that, uh, that he mentally progressed slowly as well? Because when she died, she was clearly an old woman, right? Yeah. But he was like a five-year-old child. I think he was no. I think he had a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Okay. So he's just stuck in this child's body for like fifty. Just like this is how well this is he's growing. Interview with a vampire. Yeah. Exactly. He's just growing slowly. Yeah. Yeah, It's 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 like it's horrifying. It's probably a hundred years in that until he's ten, right? Uh, who's uh, but you figure for a hundred years for him is not that much for like you know what I mean? Who's like fifty years old? Kev, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Fifty years of knowledge. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that 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 comes with time. Like like. You know, immortal beings don't, for the first 50 years, they're like, life's pretty cool. Yesterday, Kev, uh, Cool Greg, and I were just walking to get lunch, Uh and there was a dude, again, this is uh, November 11th, uh, middle of the day, this dude just walking towards us alone, just fully dressed as Grogu. Love it. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) And it was was pretty interesting. Mm. You talked to him? No. No. 
That's the kind of guy to bring on the show. You know what I mean? Walk him right in. Yeah. And that's not that hard. It was a onesie. It wasn't as cool as it sounded. Oh, damn. Oh, that's lame. I okay. thought he had like ILM yeah, makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and so, anyways, they go up there and he finds all the slavers and shit. And he's like, yo, this shit's over. And so, all the blue people and him, they just fuck. Well, just the blue people. They just fuck it up and they just they kill get everybody. Blue when they come out. Right, right, correct. Yeah, yeah underwater, really they're cool. they're there. They're oxygenated. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, when, yeah, you, when you get yeah, they yeah. call me the child without love. El, it, el sin niño amor. sin amor. Sin amor. That's right. Oh, so cool. Like that, that's such a uh, that's such a shoehorned in thing. Totally could have, but not it's worked. it's dope as hell. Like it's I cool literally, I walked out because I don't know shit about Namor, and I was like, Tim, that's so cool. We I need to realize f- that was what they call that. That's how what the name came from. Tim's like, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> that's not where it was. Well, from. Well, this is a better way to put it than it normally. Th- that's why we were always calling it Namor, and then Barrett oh. called him Namor, and we were like, what? Like yeah. I've never heard it called Namor. And then they said on interviews and press briefings, like they called him Namor. Or, but they kind of go Namor. between. Like it feels like the Wakandas call him. The Wakandans call him Namor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the re- but, and then as soon as that press briefing came out, I was like, well, it's because he's Mexican. They're not going to call him yeah. Namor. It's Nam. It's, it's Namor. 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 You know, Namor. like I. The, the Barrett's wrong. I just want to call that Barrett's wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. Barrett's definitely Barrett's, wrong. Yeah, that, that's wrong. retroactive shit. Real quick, um, we are going to need more information from Bander SN at a future time. He does put in the chat, girl at my college, every day she dressed as Luigi, every day. I'm going to need more information day. about like that. I'm going to need, if you could, yeah, if you could tweet me some kind of article that you guys wrote about her, that'd be great. Uh, I was going to say, is it a little odd that he comes into land, to the land and there's clearly like a slave situation going on and he's like, fuck everybody. Like he wasn't like, hey, let's just free the, the slaves. Although they do. Right? Yeah, they like, do. Like, he's just like, fuck, like, everyone on land is bad. I mean, you have to assume that throughout the years, especially during that time period, he saw mass colonizations happening with, like, right. also all the pollution. Came, you think they came up a whole bunch? Well, they're I mean, watching. That's, that's one of the main themes of the movie. Is, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they think they came up for air. I imagine, I don't know, I, mean, I don't know what resources they would need on land, considering if they come up, they die, but I don't know. Anyways, cool. though, sorry. He, Henderson says, "Look, we respected her space, but every day had to tow overalls on the hat." <laughs> so that, that's a band. Kid. She had a Luigi hat thing. All right, and bib yeah. jeans. Got it. That's a band kid, <laughs> for sure. Just sure. wanting attention. You know? I've, have you ever met a band kid or like a marching band kid? They're what the you worst. Watch you know time. what I mean? They're the fucking. <laughs> have you seen worst. Halloween ends? I have <laughs> seen <laughs> Halloween ends. We're the bullies now, my I've friend. I've seen I both in review yeah. and the uh, actual watch episode. God, wow. Felt like it was a pretty big stretch because the way you guys described it in review was it like they pulled up and they were in all marching band outfits, like the hat, and it's like one guy in like a Letterman jacket no, or whatever. They mentioned to the marching band, no lie, like three or four times. Guys, like, go, we got practice tomorrow. We got a game tonight. I'm like, fuck yeah, marching band. <laughs> you don't know how fucking dangerous we <laughs> So he lays all this out. He lays all this out. And like he's like, listen, you gotta you get this woman for me and kill her. I, I don't want to kill her, then you're I'm gonna kill you, and this is there's gonna be a bunch of killing and all this stuff. And then Shuri goes back to the holding cell and she's just like, gee whiz, this is bad. And so then uh, while all this had happened, I'm sure we were back on uh we're up there on the the soil, the US soil, right? Yeah, in Boston. Uh and guess what? You know, people come to investigate and it's Everett Ross is over there, and so is Julie Louise Dreyfus, right? And it was a oh shit moment. Like yeah, purple didn't hair. expect her. I, I should have kind of expected her. But I just didn't actually expect yeah, her to be in the movie, so it was like kind of it was a fun Marvel cameo, you know, the surprise course. thing. And so they're looking around, walking through, trying to figure out what's going on. Everett sees the I always say it wrong, not kimono, right? Uh, 
Kamoyo, I think. Kamoyo beads. Kamoyo. They, they pronounce it a couple different He ways. pockets those, you know, and then uh, at the end of that scene, uh, Julia's like, hey, I'll catch a ride with you. I actually have a few things I want to apologize for from our marriage. <laughs> I thought that was dope. I hated it. But I loved like, it. As a joke, whatever, just like, oh, my Lord, this is the most like, well, we just, we got to explain this relationship. It's like, we get it. <laughs> but okay. I liked it. Uh, so they get in the car and they drive. And then when he drops her off, the kimono beat, ka, ka, what is it? I'm gonna say Kamoyo. Kamoyo, Koi Moyo. I know Kimono is not right, so no. the Koi Moyo beads go off, and so uh, he holds it so up and fakes it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm trying my off. best, guys. Yeah, I have no the idea. beads. We're not yeah, the, just the, the fucking Wakandan beads. Everybody, go off, and he holds them up and fakes it. But then it's a message from the Queen, who's just like, "Why do you have Shuri's beads?" And he's like, "Listen, I found them over here. There's a situation. Can you tell me anymore?" And no, I Bottom can't tell you anymore. Exactly. Still, God bless Martin Freeman. Still cannot deal with the accent that he's putting on in this because it's a dorky you're like well i want to tell you we got the beads i'm like ah oh, see it. blessing was complaining about his accent as well i just have i've never heard this man speak before so yeah you've never know seen, he's so british he was the know. hobbit in the hobbit yeah okay he was also, in love actually yeah. he's one of he, he was, was one of the people who sta- yeah he stood well, a stand-in mm. anyways hey they're the, they're the unsung heroes the <laughs> okay you gotta get the lighting right on these scenes they fall in love love actually what a movie some people Great, say problematic, no. and I just don't want to think about it. I just enjoy Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice, horrible Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> it's mostly just the Andrew Lincoln moment. Uh, oh, what? When? Uh, which part? He's just creeping. Oh, on right. His bed when he shows up with the things. Like, yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Like, I've loved you forever. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Very yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Never once. Uh, I've never actually uh, seen Love Actually. Uh, so that happened, and then the queen too, goes, she goes to Haiti, and she finds Nakia, and this is when I'm just like, eyes glued to the screen. I'm like, this woman is just stealing the movie. She's a goddess. The performance, the visuals, everything she's doing, I love her here. I used to be a spy for us. I've been gone for five years, five years plus. I've been gone. I know, but we still love you. You're still Wakandan. They've taken Shuri. She's like, fuck it. You got me. I'm in. I'll go do this or whatever. And so she she goes and looks looks <laughs> she's looking into what's going on right and this is all happened a while ago and then she finds and they get the thing and they, your hunch was right and they go to the beach and the beach is there and then she sends in this weird little diving thing and then she swims in down cool and she gets it she swims down and she like infiltrates and then like, Shuri's been dropped back off by Namor and she's talking to Riri and she's like listen we just got to be chill because you know they could they'll fucking they'll go to war with us they'll do this whole thing if we don't do this and like well we got to get out of here too and she's like I don't know if that's the right thing and then guess what bah, there she is and Nakia comes in she fucking fights the one girl and then bah, knocks her down but kill, gives her a killing blow or whatever i like that they hit up crush from finding nemo to like make the little hyperdrive in the water to get them where they need to go yeah, yeah. very very dude. cool alex yeah. 3gb yeah. says excellent spanish dude uh, lupita nyango's spanish I was phenomenal spanish. like that's what it's one of those she has right. to she like has to, it right. sounded so fucking good because there's because there's i mean i uh, she grew up in mexico i'm very, so very sensitive to accents and wigs okay and that with this one martin freeman's accent Sore thumb. Demon. Her Spanish. Yeah, kind of skipped over the whole thing where, yeah, sure, you went down to the water people. We already saw this, and they were all like at the farmer's market, like, oh, boom, 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 boom. She's like, oh, man, look at that. And there was a fun thing where Namor was like, you'll be crushed. You'll be crushed, and your bones will be turned to dust by the water. Or we got a suit. Come on. That was (laughs) was fun. And so she goes down there, and she sees it. She sees the sun, and everything's great. And then, yeah, like I said, all this other shit happens. And uh, Nakia gets her out, and then they go back to Wakanda, and then she's back in the lab, and it's like, all's well that ends well until it isn't, ladies and gentlemen. Because guess what? Uh, Umbaku's down there, and he's just hanging with his boys, being like, oh, this is all fucking weird. He he makes some joke about something. I forget what. And then guess what? The sewer starts backing up, and like, "Uh uh-oh, trouble. Uh Water explodes out the fucking side, and things are going wrong. There's water. 
water coming up and there's everything going on, people panicking. And you see them coming under the wall. They're coming under, they're like, ah, they're coming from the water. They're coming from the wall. People are panicking. Walls are exploding. The water levels are rising. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, fuck. And this the is, water. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> the water, they will recede, but they have not receded yet, not ladies yet. and gentlemen, not right? Yet. And so Wakanda's getting fucked up. And it was like, damn, they are fucking up Wakanda. I did not see this coming. I like what I'm seeing here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love the moment with Bobby. always like, the fish man. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it, just get fucking yeah, pulled. yeah. Gets punched right in the thing, yeah. thrown back through the bar, just, yeah. get, just collapses in. And this is kind of where we start to see the fighting of of Namor on display, where he just he's floating up or whatever, and you're like, oh, how are they gonna do this? How are they gonna make it look good? And then he gets shot at, and he's just fucking dude. It is the coolest shit. Dope. I want to see this so much more in the future movies. And there's another dumb technical thing that I'm technical. Did they not make their ships out of vibranium? Are these ships? How are these ships so easily destroyed? Like Namor really just good cuts call. through them, and I'm well, like, is he, he's, is he's using vibranium. So do you go vibe to vibe? Oh yeah. <laughs> God, don't it was ever all say that, everybody. Don't ever say that. Never say that. One hundred percent, though. Yeah, it's one hundred percent vibranium. Ships out of vibranium, though, right? No, no, they make everything out of vibranium. You make the black box out of yeah, vibranium. Yeah, they yeah, make exactly. them. Yeah. Cool. They're wearing vibranium. Well, they, they did, they did to make like, a note. Their toilets are like, vibranium. Spear is pure vibranium. They said that. It's but can it melt the steel beams? Yeah, everything's vibranium in this place. I don't think so. I think the food they eat vibranium. The cups vibranium. I don't Carrots. Know. Carrots. I uh, eventually, I you know, the fights escalate in this thing, and then uh, uh, the queen's protecting uh, Riri. I forget what Shuri's doing. She's trying to get up there, but whatever. She's doing something. May she find the she's ship? She's in the ship. All right, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okoye, she's gotten involved too. She's fighting some shit. Uh, and then, yeah, so, and then. Uh, Seeing Okoye not in red, really weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, though, yeah, you know, Namor gets up there and he's like, you know, hand over the girl. I'm not going to hand over the girl. You're going to hand over the girl. And then he, like, punches the glass and, like, it cracks, but it doesn't break. And then he puts water through the hole or some shit. I forget. But he rises the water up there and they all kind of drown in there. And then, you know, she swims down. Uh, 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 queen swims down and gets uh, Riri and swims back up. But then we don't know what happens. And then Sherry runs in. And guess what? They're both down there. And they, they flip them over and they're giving CPR and shit. And Namor's like, listen, you, to bury your fucking dead. I'm going to be back. In what, a week? Queen now. what he says, yeah, some shit like that. I'll be, awesome. I'll be back in a week, God and you better damn. fucking have what I want. And I'm just come take this girl, or I'll God kill more people, or whatever. Damn, dude, he's and I'll so bring my bad. whole army, or whatever. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. Yeah, and he flies off, and they're holding Sherry back, and they're trying to use the beads, the Wakandan beads, to bring uh, uh, the queen back. They can't do it though. You know what I mean? There's only so much these beads that can do everything can do. It's such a fucked up thing to be like, hey, all right, time to fucking mourn everybody who's dead. All right, you're you're the queen. Get fucking ready. Yeah, we're coming yep, yep, back yep. here. Oh man, it's so, so good, awesome. so good. Uh, then we jump back to America, right? Where uh, Martin Freeman wakes up and he comes into his kitchen, and Julia is there, and she's like, "Did you see the TV?" And they look at the TV, and then it's, "Oh, the Queen's dead." You know what I mean? This is bad. You're like, oh, oh your your things are falling apart. And I, does she reveal here that she was? This is where we, were, we revealed we bugged him. We bugged the yeah, beads. We knew you had right. the beads. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're even giving away trade and secrets. She, so she out of yeah, the cupboard. Yeah, she, she gets the, handcuffs. the handcuffs out of the cupboard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nice, very cool. Uh, we had another little funeral scene here. Shuri getting rid, you know, getting rid of mom, putting mom into the casket, casket flying off. She sits there. Umbaku comes over. He says something, trying to be helpful, and she's like, "Listen, everybody who truly just know that she was the last person who truly know knew me. I'm fucking, you know, just adrift or whatever kind of did shit." We already right? go to MIT. We did, right? We did that, yeah, wow. we did a long okay. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, now Namor's getting ready to do his thing. They're all debating what to do. He, he's underwater, and, and I, I think he has a moment with his crew where he's like, I trusted them. They fucked me over, so now it's like, 
time to go. Yeah, yeah rallying troops or whatever. No, you're right. He's a speech. This is where we are. Then I, 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 I lose. I'm losing oh, it, Tim. Man who's seen it twice from where we go right now. We're sure he's like, I buried my mom, and now I'm gonna go become Black Panther. That's pretty is that pretty much, much what happens? They go, we go back to the lab. Fast. Then she yeah. starts. Oh, she. We go back to the lab. She's working on the thing. She finally hacks. Or, well, using the bracelet that was his mom's yeah. she uses that to like oh well this is more pure like the other thing was so i can maybe get the herb from this they do a million different simulations sure shit this is a 98 percent match or whatever we're gonna that do was it. a little weird that he gave her the bracelet i again a- another it just felt like it all fast forwarded so quickly in that moment to be like hey this thing that's meant so much to me for thousands of years you're the first Land person to be down here have this. Why? That doesn't make any sense. My, my, Give a little Talokan t shirt. My argument <laughs> here, my argument here again is that I, I think he's using it as a ploy to get her on his side and for get sure. her to do what he wants. And so I think it's a gamble on his per- part for sure. But yeah. I think again, it's back to co- give her a koozie. It's back to the Game of Thrones, like royalty shit where yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. just a play he makes or whatever. I just think like given his mom's thing, yeah. it's like, it was, it's like it's I, way too close. It's a little too, too much, yeah. but. He knows how much family means to her. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, have this whole mask where you can breathe in the water. Take that shit. It's sweet. really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyways, then it's a match. All right, cool. Let's do the herb. She does the herb. Uh, Nakia helps her. They put her on the table. They're trying to do the little thing. She goes under. She shows up in the spirit realm. Ancestor plane. I love this thing because it's like we're all on the edge of our seat of what's going to happen here. You yeah. know, from in multiple ways of like, how is she going to become the Panther? Like, what's that going to be? Who's she going to see? I how are they going to do it? going to be your mom. Like, you know? so much shit. Oh, it was just very well done in terms of pacing and tension. And, and that's the thing I also just want to shout out. I think the whole movie was paced immaculately. Like, it's long as hell, but I never really felt that because I still feel like, even in sequences I didn't love, I was still interesting on what was happening on screen. I think that all the dialogue was so just captivating that I was in it all the way. So I just feel like I really enjoyed the pacing of this movie. I never ever kind of felt like, God, we're still in this sequence. Jesus Christ. I never really felt that the whole time. Sure. Again, I think it's long, but I don't know what I would have dropped because uh, I liked it. But she goes in there. Guess what? It's Killmonger. Killmonger, of course. Oh, you just want to see somebody else because. But even then, the, the Killmonger, incredible reveal. But I just love that uh, this playing with our expectations, uh, we expect the ancestral plane to be the ancestral plane. Yeah, right? me this too. Field, the purple, the tree, and all that. the panthers in the tree. See her kind of start in the water, even like getting out in the throne room. It there's just like such a darkness to it all already, and you see out the window like all oh, the purple and stuff. It's like oh okay, like we are there, but it, it's kind of like the not there that we expect. And I think that that's so cool playing with the idea of this isn't an organic herb, right? Like, they're like they're, there's probably it's, it's it derivative from the water, from the water. Yeah, right? yeah. sure. He's like uh, synthetically made it. Like I just love that it's kind of like a different version and it's a little more fucked up. Put some it, pickle twang in like, there too. Sure, yeah. Yeah. but she started. Correct me if I'm wrong, or send me if you went over this or not. But she started where her mother died. Where the same spot where her mom drowned. The, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dark. That's it's so dark. That's it's dark. Like, it, it was like such a great use of that the throne room and the set piece there. Uh, and so, yeah, the whole thing, vengeance is what you're after. That's why you got me. She snaps out of it. She's upset she didn't see her family. She punches the suit or the mannequin and flies it across the way. And, like, it did work because there's this moment where it seemed like it didn't work. But then it did work. And this is where I was like, Meh. not thrilled. I wish it would have not worked or we would have, you know what I mean? Like, or you would have had the realization, like Nick, Nick's always talking about, of just being a little bit smarter in terms of 
what it is, but I've heard you. Right. I'm not, we've already talked about it. I don't need to beat a dead horse on it. You're going to need a suit. I didn't like this for a different reason. I didn't okay. like it just for the, uh, of how, like, how angry she was, and especially what I just said about the plane with their expectations. I loved that she comes out. She's like, I didn't even say who she saw. Like, loved all that. Wouldn't say it, yeah. And then for her to then realize she's Black Panther because she punches the suit, it just kind of felt a little bit like, okay, we need to just get her in the suit now. I feel like they, they missed out on some character moments there that would have made it a, a little more, like, I don't even know what the word is. It's not believable. It's not hype, but like it's a little uh, bit more better filling yeah. as a, a movie. I, I, I didn't mind it because I was like, I had that one moment where I was like, oh, she's got great power now. She's got the suit. She has the power, but she also does not have, doesn't have the right mindset to be Black Panther, to lead with it and to like do what's right. What is she going to do? But I wish they had a little bit more time to set that up. Because I didn't quite feel it. But she does end up having the, I mean, I don't know. We'll get it. Alex G says it's weird her thinking it didn't work because clearly she went to the ancestral plane. I like, my takeaway was that she went, I like the idea that you can go to the ancestral plane and you can be rejected. They're like, sure, you came through, but guess what? You got me and you want vengeance and I'm bad and you're bad and we, like, you don't get it. That's not yeah. what it is. And that's why, again, I think it would have been cool to mm-hmm. pop out of that and either have her go, shit, it wasn't for me. And then Nakia gets it. We put a Koye in it. We do something else. I also thought it would have been cool to have multiple Black Panthers since it's synthetic and have a whole bunch of things drop in, but I digress. Instead, Still she could. gets the power. She gets a suit. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, Mbaku is running the whole thing. The, the, the tribe leaders are all like, they don't know what to fucking do. They've all evacuated Wakanda, by the way. They're over at Mbaku's thing, but and they're all being jerks about it. But they're debating what to do, how they're going to do this. He's just, they're just going to come kill us. Boom, sure, he comes in, lands. She's Black Panther. I'm here. Don't worry. Here's the plan. We're going to uh, go and set off one of Riri's machines out in the ocean. When they come, we'll fight them. What do you got, Tim? Uh, just real quick, uh, the score. Like, I want to bring it up anytime. time. Like, it fucking kicked ass, and God, it kicked ass when Shuri, after the punch, and it's like, okay, she is the Black Panther. It's subtle. I mean, it's it's very, it's obvious that it's the Black Panther theme, but it's a more subtle, just kind of drawn out, playing the note progression of the, the actual Black Panther Wakanda theme playing in the back, and that's the moment like, oh, Oh, let's fucking go. And then we get the introduction of her dropping in. And it's yeah, like, I love that part. Here's the black fucking panther. Yep. And so, okay, cool. That's what we're going to do. So we take the spruce goose out into the ocean or whatever. And we fucking set off the thing. And Namor's people are like, yo, they're just setting off the thing. And he's like, let's go. Let's fucking go. So they go over there and they find Riri's machine. And they, well, it's a trap. And they set off a thing down there. It's like, ah, the spruce goose is up there. Oh, no. So they swim up there and they start fighting. This is where the fight scenes are happening. And everybody's fucking fighting. And Riri's flying around in a very ugly suit. Very dumb suit. Riri's suit. And the Dora Milaje the are in their Angels. suits. They're fucking ugly as hell, Which, too. Like all the, the this suits. is not officially confirmed, but like all signs are pointing Armor to uh, no, 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 to a Midnight Angel show oh, okay. from Ryan Coogler. Um, okay, and, and it's this. What sucks about it is I like the characters. I just don't like the suits, which is so the easiest no, thing to fix. Exactly. So I, it's I like, think, but it is the easiest thing to fix. But my biggest worry, well, when they're like, oh yeah, like Midnight Angel is what I call it, and then they like pluralized it or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's cool because like I know that that shit's coming. But then I was watching this like, oh, I do not like how these look, and then I thought. Oh, they're gonna do it on a TV show budget. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. I, my my thing with it was, I, looks aside, I was like, all right, we already have one Iron Man suit. Yep. Now we're putting two more Iron Man suits in it. It cheapens. We everything. just didn't need it. That. It cheapened all of uh, uh, Ironheart's storyline. It really just really did. It was an unnecessary one. One too many ingredients in the soup. Mm-hmm. Alex in the Patreon chat says, "I liked the Midnight Angel suits. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in that chat." Point I would say some <laughs> dumb shit in that chat too. <laughs> 
Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. I love you, Rox. So, yeah, they all fight, and it's all popping off. And like you said, you get some cool Spider-Man stuff out of her on the side. This happened. The briefest moment of coolness. Otherwise, yeah. this whole thing is... Totally is, forgettable. Just fight. It's worse than forgettable, though. It's a waste of the, the movie. I, I'm yeah. very let down by this. Sure. Uh, and the, but eventually, though, you know, Shuri and Namor go off to fight in the desert because she's figured out, of course, that she can suck the water out of him, and then he'll be vulnerable, right? And so that's what she does. She sets off oh, the thing. with the, They evaporate a bunch of stuff. Fuck of course, divide. they're using the fucking thing from uh, Batman Begins, remember, you know? Mm-hmm. The word on the street is panic or fear. I forget what he says. It's been a long time. And so, anyways, they they're fighting over there. That was a really bad Liam Neeson too. If you didn't know, uh, I, I think it's, it's panic, right? And so they're fighting and they're having a good time. And she chops off his little wing. And she scratches him in the back and like Brutal. setting the off the thing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Didn't see that coming, and, and he's just like, "I'm like, thirsty." Oh. He's kind of like Penguin at the end of Batman Returns, right? Yeah. You know, just a cool drink of ice water. <laughs> uh, but he can't get over there, and they're fighting, and they're blowing stuff up, and they're doing kick flips and shit. I don't know. And eventually, yeah, you know, uh, she jumps over there and <laughs> does the Wakanda forever, and like does that, and it sets off a jet and burns his back, really gross, right? And so he rolls over, and then she gets on top of him, and she's got the killing blow lined up, and she's like, you know, yield or well, she doesn't say effort. Then Angela Bassett pops up, and uh, from this ancestral plane. Show him who you are. Same thing she yelled at uh, T'Challa on his uh, coronation. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking dope. Uh, and so she's, you know, hey, yield. We don't have to do this. You don't have to die. This doesn't have to be this way. He thinks about it for a second. He yields. That's the end. They go on back. Uh, they stop everybody from fighting. It's a truce. Um, you know, Atlanteans, uh, let's retreat. And they're all like, all right, cool, Aquaman. And they jump in the water. And what kind of people celebrate? And everything's great. They all do the clamshell deal. And so it's like, yeah, that's great. And so then. That's what it is. I, I assume. It's a shark. I, well, it's the That's shark because he sits. Is. He sits in the, uh, yeah, the throne. Shark, the I missed that yeah. until you guys said that. I thought the it was shark. a clamshell. Sorry, and I was like, these people love clams. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't really? You know what <laughs> yeah. People love clams. I like girl, the clam clam bag. Bag. It's the megalodon. Like that makes oh sense. My God, yeah. it's a megalodon. There it is. Uh, so then, you know, we'll just let's just wrap up Namor. Namor is down there, and he he's painting on the wall. Everything's happened. And they sh- the one girl shows up. She's like, "What the fuck, man? Like, why would you do it this way?" And he's like, "Listen, this is great. All right." They think we're allies now, and so when all the other world comes for, to them and wants to uh, be their enemy, we'll be their allies, and that's when we can really fuck up the surface world. It'll be fucking dynamite. And they're like, that's awesome. Good plan, Dad. And he's like, I'm not really your dad. But then we cut away. And so now we cut away, and then, yeah, it's Wakanda forever, man, and people Wait, are having a great really time. Say the dad thing no, she didn't. No, this is Greg's interpretation. <laughs> you know her name, though, right? Namora, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very. I Namora need to know more. <laughs> I need to know Namora. There. There's something there. There's something there, but it's been a long week. And so, yeah, now we're back in Wakanda and everybody's happy and it's great and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we go to Haiti because that's where we're going. That's where uh, uh, Shuri is there now. She took a bus, could have taken anything else, but it's like part of her journey, I guess. Takes It takes a bus. Uh, to find, uh, to run into uh, the woman who I like a lot, whose name is escaping me. Nakia. Nakia. Nakia, thank you very much. Nakia. And she's there, and she's like, guess what? We's gonna do this. We're gonna. She's like, I'm ready to do it. I want to do it alone. Okay. And so there's a little fire, and she puts the funeral garments in there from uh, uh, Black Panther's thing, and they burn them. And then she cries. And then we cut to the credits. Oof. Now I left out the part where uh, uh, the Midnight Angels go and rescue Everett Ross from c- custody, uh, putting him as a man on the lamb for the rest of his life. But probably better than being locked up for helping Wakandans. You know what I mean? And she got the oh, a colonizer and change. No, I've seen everything. <laughs> uh, and anyways, that had happened. 
And so then it's like we she get some credits for a while, and we're all like, <laughs> credits are cool. And then we come back, and it's Shuri still at the, the ocean there with the thing burning, crying or whatever. But uh, the woman comes back, whose name is escaping me again? Nakia. Nakia. We don't need a real name. We need a character name. But Nakia. Stand the woman. Sorry. Nakia. You know what? Fair play. Fair play on that. My apologies. My Audio listeners, they just <laughs> cheers their mic. Vibe to vibe, if I ever saw it. Vibe to vibe. And then she walks over with a little boy, and we're all like, oh, you fuckers. And this is on. And he's got a Haitian name. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's of course, T'Challa's son. And, the, you know, we agree. He said he didn't want him to live, uh, to be raised in the kingdom and get, a, you know, some perspective. And then everything went bad. So we st- stayed away. Does my mom know? Yeah, your mom, or does, did my mom know? Your mom knew. That's what she was trying to tell him on the beach, or her on the beach. That's a cool thing. That's a cool thing. And then she's like, "You got a cool oh, name." Oh, d- okay. I mean, uh, I, that's a question I had of like, what, what was she about to tell her? Yeah, she, you got a cool name. It's not my. That's not my real name. That's my Haitian name. What's your real name? And he says, "Of course." In Wakandan, of course, I'm Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. And Sherry laughs more like Katulo. He's a little cutie. Super sad. Good job. Good job there. Mm-hmm. And then we cut. And then there's more credits. And then it just says the Black Panther will return. Does this kid have superpowers? No. That's but he was Black Panther when he was when when they were. Yeah, but you got to take the herb. I mean, the the king was Black Panther when he made all the other kids. So you tell me if I take this herb, we make out. You don't get my. You don't get my power. It's straight up like steroids. You don't think think they. You don't think they uh, take the like the other herb to like take it away again every time they're no have a kid. I think so. No way. That's like a big deal. You You take away the herb to fight. You take away the herb to fight. Otherwise, uh, if I'm Umbaku, <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm sitting in the rafters waiting for these people to fight. <laughs> then I'm smashing <laughs> down, break well, his neck, man. kick her out the building, and I'm king. You Challenge know what I mean? Accepted. I'm eating I, herbs left and right. I, I just, I'm eating like Flintstone gummies. Out there. <laughs> oh, I want to call out just how beautiful all of the, the flashbacks were to to Chadwick Boseman. And like, yeah. done in, in the perfect way that I love whenever media does this of just it's silent flashbacks with the same sort of uh, kind of wind rustling we heard in that Marvel yeah, yeah. stinger in the beginning. God damn, this got me so good. I was like bawling in the theater. Really, really beautiful. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great. And the movie's over. Stuff. And that's yeah. it. The movie is that's over. The end fun. of phase four. A fitting end. A fitting end. Say. A fitting end. We do have the holiday special for Guardians coming up. I don't that's know where that falls. But the phase between phases, everybody. Andy, please hit the jingle. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Bum, 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 bum. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can write your reviews in haiku form, just like Mike L. in the chat, who I've seen in the chat. I've seen him right now. There he is. Wow. He was the last person to say something. That was weird timing. Uh, he says, Plan. a great use of light, a good script, and decent fights. We going to be all right. Oh, man. Ah! Good job, Mike. Good job. Very, very good. Uh, Rick Rod said, <laughs> Angela Bassett, Namor was a great villain. Bad green screen times. Cooper pulled really? it off. That silent intro hit hard. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Like, for real, Andy, just so you know, I can't count any of these. I just nod along. I'm like, I don't know any of these syllables, man. I can't, I can't keep up. Those two haikus, yeah. Uh, and then, well, nine. Oh. There's a lot of words here. Well, you got to understand that Greg uh, admitted to everybody that syllables 
Just doesn't get him. I don't get he him. doesn't get him. I don't get him. This is during the the kind of funny stream on. For, he asked how many syllables are in Greg Miller, and I told him his first name had two, and he kind of believed me at first. <laughs> I can see it. Greg. Yeah. Nick. Joel's went on and says such a great goodbye. First and last scenes made me cry. Namor's feet can fly. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Uh, let's do Ragu Bagu. Do 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 do. Ragu. Do 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 do. Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast in the podcast where we rank all the villains of the MCU. Uh-huh. I'm one of your hosts, Greg, alongside Nick, Andy, and Tim. As you know, we have broken it up into tiers because there are four, no, 50. We have a f- cool 50 right now, uh, starting with Thanos and ending with Jessica Chastain uh, from all the oh villains in movies one. I assume I'm not out of my gourd when I say Namor is an S-tier villain. What, what's the bottom of S? Bottom of S is Scarlet Witch from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. 100% yeah, S tier. Yes, 100% agreed. So then here's where the S tier stands. This is the highest ranking. If you never played Crazy Taxi and don't understand that S is above A rank. Number one. Thanos in Infinity War. Number two, The Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. Number three, MBJ in Black Panther. Number four, Bacon Guy, a.k.a. Zemo from Captain America Civil War. Number five, Thanos in Endgame. Number six, Gobby and Crew from Spider-Man No Way Home. And number seven, Scarlet Witch in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Where do we want to begin the bidding for the one and only Namor? I want to started bidding at number four number four that would put him below michael b jordan above zemo i like that i think that's appropriate i i think zemo's better but this is one of those ones that i'm not i don't need to push for i'm down with y'all i i i'm gonna lose the vote obviously already but i would let you know i would put him above mbj i like namor that much i I really love namor in this movie and i think whereas like uh killmonger I i could see that Killmonger, we all talked about sympathizing with to a degree. You know what I mean? And like, obviously, his backstory is tragic. And but then he, but then he's a bad guy. He's a straight up bad, bad guy. Whereas I do think Namor is. I'm looking out for my people. Like, like these, yeah. are, this, these, this is my kingdom. They are coming down. This is the chance to get on the same page and go after these people. And yeah, he does it through shitty means. I'm not justifying what he does here. He's a bad guy. Yeah. you're a rad guy. You're just talking about exactly. It. Yeah. Thank you. I would say. I like Killmonger as a character more and sort of the background, but I think the performance, I got to give it to. I, you know to what? Namor. I agree. I, do. I, I just think he was so, I think it was a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more complex. And I think that it's, it's, it's one of those characters where I feel like you can take him forward and have him eventually be a good guy somewhere down the line. And it would not surprise me because of the depth of what he was able to set up in this yeah. movie. Whereas with uh, Michael B. Jordan, you're like, the Killmonger's bad. This is, he's, he's, it's, it's, yeah, there's no forgiving this. Is one. this your king? Like, those moments are great, but I do think that yeah. I mean, he's so you, close. Andy when they got close to him, and he was like, "You want to come to my underwater city and like hang out?" Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. Got a bunch you got of little, you got you got, you got some wings. There. He's like, "I'm a mute." She's like, "Sure." He's like, I'm "How cold? Is, how cold are the CZs?" And he's like, "Ice cold." Ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'll put him over MBJ. I don't give a damn. All, All right, right, there you damn. go. There you go. The votes stand. Everybody. The new ranking, of course, then goes Thanos from Infinity War, the Vulture from Homecoming, and now Namor from. Wakanda forever. And now it is time to rank the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Kev, can you please bring up the rankings? Thank you very much. Currently, there are 39 entries. Number one, Endgame. 
Number two, Infinity War. Number three, No Way Home. Number four, Homecoming. Number five, Civil War. Number six, Ragnarok. Number seven, Winter Soldier. Eight, Guardians 2. Nine, Loki. Ten, WandaVision. Eleven, Avengers 1. Twelve, Guardians 1. Thirteen, Shang-Chi. Fourteen, Love and Thunder. Fifteen, She-Hulk. 16, Iron Man, 17, Far From Home, 18, Black Panther, 19, Doctor Strange, 20, Wolf, Werewolf by Night, uh, 21, Multiverse of Madness, 22, Hawkeye, 23, Miss Marvel, 24, Falcon and Winter Soldier, 25, Captain Marvel, 26, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 27, Ant-Man, 28, Black Widow, 29, Iron Man 2, 30, Age of Ultron, 31, First Avenger, 32, Iron Man 3, 33, Eternals, 34, What If? Give it to me. What If? Thank you all. Uh, 35 Moon Knight, 36 Hulk, 38 Thor, and 39 Thor Dark World. I'm pretty crazy right now. I'm in a crazy mood, guys. You're in a crazy mood? I'm thinking this movie ranks pretty freaking high. For oh, yeah? Up I, there, yeah. I, 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 I want to start the bidding. Do you want to start the bidding? Does anyone have any objections to Andy starting the bidding? I'm okay with Andy starting the bidding. I guarantee I'm going to be the lowest on this movie. So go for it, Andy. I would put this underneath Shang-Chi. Oof. At number 14. <laughs> Oof. So above Love and Thunder, but under Shang-Chi. I would have put this. I would have put I want to hear. I want to know how high you're going. I. Let me I get was, my bullshit out of the way just because like, I know I'm going to be here. I, I, I would put it at, at number 20, where Whoa. it is above Werewolf by Night. I do not think this is uh, as good as Black Panther, and I'm a big Doctor Strange 1 fan, so i go number 20. I, now, I'm, Nick, you and me, uh, yeah. Kevin, can we get the one for me and Nick, the real stars of the show? The badasses. Or as we like to call ourselves, the assholes. <laughs> I forget. We were choosing five to five. Five to five. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Kevin isn't happy about you just toasting the microphones oh, I'm together. Sure the audio was like, why does the <laughs> occasionally just, just go ping? Andy. It's fine. <laughs> I want to know how crazy you're willing to get in your bidding war here, Nick Scarpino. I, I mean, I think emotionally and from from an acting standpoint this movie is pretty high up there for me um i did not have the same touchstones to shang chi like you guys did i would have actually put this you love San Francisco. i would have i would have put this well it's hard because when we start getting to like loki wandavision i don't see those as being on the same level as this anyway i think this movie is far and away a bigger accomplishment so i would actually put this higher up Maybe like right below Guardians of the Galaxy two volume two. And I want you to know, Nick, as a fellow member of Vibe to Vibe <laughs> you know, that is right where I was hung up to. Yeah. Of like, I don't think it's better than Winter Soldier. And then it's like, do I think it's better than Guardians Volume Two? And that's where it gets I, yeah. into a thing in the struggle. I think Guardians Volume Two is a better overall Marvel movie. And this is Marvel in review. As a movie from performances, you have some great moments. You have the Yondu moments. You have all that stuff. Sure, uh, yeah, of course. That, and that's what have... resonates at the end of it, right? When I'm thinking about that, he might have been your your father, but he won't, he won't. He he your da- daddy. He ain't your daddy. Yeah, but 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 Shuri sitting on the beach, meeting her nephew for the first time, just very emotional, very good. Just take that out of the marvelness of it and put that in any movie, and it's just a banger of a scene, just a great scene. That's like one of those. If that had been an indie movie, and you get to that moment, those moments, those would be people who were like, "We gotta start giving this movie some awards." And, and Angela Bassett, and, and, and Angela Bassett's Bassett. performance, all that stuff. As the third vibe to vibe. No, no, Tim, no, no. Tim, no. Vibe, vibe to vibe. Andy, we're gonna break up. We reform the group. Vibe to vibe to vibe. Okay, Tim, would you ask me if this movie is like an epic? Is is this movie an epic? Andy? I would say so. Wow. <laughs> epic response. <laughs> so Nick's at nine, and he's at fourteen. Tim is at twenty. Are you confirmed at nine? That's where you're going uh, to lock I, in I mean, for vibe. I, I, yeah, I would put it. I would put it above Loki. That's where I put it. Personally, I mean, this movie's just so good that even the 
And I think that's always a testament of how good a movie can be where you think of the worst parts of it and they're not bad enough to bring down the rest of the experience where I feel like that happens with me a lot in these movies when I watch them like, you know, some good moments, but man, those bad moments really drag the overall experience down for me. And the the action scenes that were not so favorable in some moments, um, I, I think just... I don't even think about them. They're just so they're just off in the periphery because I'm just thinking about how strong everything else was. But I, I can't man, is this a better you know what? No, I can't. Come on, vibe to vibe I, to vibe. I, Do you want to be part of vibe to vibe to vibe? I, I, I just I think that Guardians One and Avengers One are, are just stronger overall products in the same way that I feel about Loki and WandaVision. And they both kind of have the issue that I, I do love that this movie suffers the, you know, the same thing that we saw She-Hulk uh, kind of making fun of, where at the end of it, it becomes the superhero, the gigantic fight with fucking Power Ranger suits, and here we have the Midnight mm. Suns or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I mean, the, that's every movie though. Every, every yeah. Marvel movie ends with something like that, where you're like, it's either. Gonna but it's work not always done. But badly. it wasn't great in this. Yeah, it's not always yeah. done this. You know, unfavorably. Sure. I would I've say. decided that I will vote with my vibe to vibe brother and put it at nine below Guardians. That, that was the fight I was internalizing there while you all were boring me with whatever you were saying. You know what? Kevin Asex makes a great point. Chai says, do it for the primo. I'm going to do it for the primo. I'm going to put this underneath Guardians 2. The nines have it. Wow. Nines have it. That was a quick flip. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you were really arguing against it. Do it for the family. Right do it for the family. Cool. Do it for the family, wow. everybody. So that means the new ranking is of the top 10. I'm going to read. Uh, Kev, can you go to the shot, please, for a sec? We, we got a fucking uh, a Latino superhero, man. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, kind Pretty of a cool. super yeah, villain. Super villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. He'll be right. Number one, Endgame. Number two, Infinity War. Three, No Way Home. Four, Homecoming. Five, Civil War. Six, Ragnarok. Seven, Winter Soldier. Eight, Guardians. Two, nine. Wakanda forever and 10 Loki. What a banger top 10. That's a good top 10. God, that's bless a great time. See you, everybody. Let us know in the comments below where you would rank Wakanda forever and what you thought overall of phase four in terms of the movies, in terms of the shows, how excited you are for Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming out in just a few weeks. And that will be our next in review that we are doing uh, because of Thanksgiving. I think there's one week that will not have an in review. And then when we return, it'll be Guardians holiday special. But until then, I love you all. Oh no, I have. Oh more no, I don't Patreon. love you all. Oh, yeah, I hate all of you except for Morgan Lorraine, Fargo Brady, Hillary Bernard, ID Raven, Immersion Fragrances, Del- Delaney Twining, Christopher Rodriguez, the kind of funny Destiny Two PC Clan, Corey Turnipseed, Tall Tree. Did I fuck something up? No, Tall Tree Eighty One, Trent Berry, Joseph A. Carlson, Tranquil Uranium, Macro, One Up Pest Control, Alex J. Sandoval, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, and Carrie Palmer. Thank you all so much. <laughs> Until next time. So close. Have a marvelous day.